Hi guys, and welcome back to episode number 53 of the Couch on Ice podcast. Uh, got some games to talk about, a lot of stuff, smaller stuff to talk about today. Talk a little bit about Seattle and maybe their expansion draft woes. Uh, talk a little bit about the Panarin throwing glove at Marchant, some fines coming up. But before we get into that, I will throw it over to the boys. Let's throw it over to Chase. Chase, what did you get up to this week, weekend? <laughs> Nope, no chase. <laughs> I think you're muted there, bud. Oh, hey, what's up? Oh my, yeah, welcome to the day here. Uh, yeah, no, not much, man, not much. Basically, made a snow angel. That was about it. That's about it. More, more effort you? than I did. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Watched some puck, uh, hung out around the house, made some plans for just like Christmas and stuff, kind of getting ready for that and... Put up a couple Christmas stuff, which it was like, oh my god! Like, yeah. Do you guys feel that way? How do you guys feel about like Christmas decorations? Like, are you pro? Are you like, yeah, let's do it? Are you? Uh, I like it, but I don't want to do it. Like, where are you guys in the boat? Do you hate it? I like it at the right time. Okay, so when when's the, oh, here's a better question. When do you put your tree up? When's the right time? Well, I agree. Like, like December first, you know, like yeah, December first type. Now. Well, what, yeah, the way I find it, like the way I find it is like Remembrance Day hits, and that time hits, and you're kind of like, oh yeah, right, Christmas is like yeah. it actually is like kind of close, like holy crap, um, and yeah, like, I don't know, and then like a few weeks later, you just kind of get that feeling, you start actually like randomly thinking about Christmas oh. for no reason, like just the just the occasions, all the times beforehand, and all that sort of stuff. And I, I don't know, I, I find that it just comes. To you, you feel it like at you that point in all reality just do it whenever so right there you know like i feel like it's within this time frame within a week or two of this time frame before or after like december the start of december okay like, it's really i would say it's more of how you feel it like if you really love it so much like go right ahead and throw it up like <laughs> in november right. I'm okay. do it all do it all winter <laughs> well absolutely it's one thing i've like said november fucking 18th or something <laughs> Yeah. So like, I, I mean, I get like, I don't care when other people do it, but like, personally, I think there's a time to do it. Absolutely. Like Jordan said, but all in all, like, I'm going to sound like such a like down in the dumps, like half glass empty type of guy, but like, I just don't really like Christmas at all. Like there's the elements I do like, I like spending time with friends and family close. Like that's always a good time seeing family I haven't seen for a while, maybe in normal times at least. And, but like, I just, I hate the gimmicky of it. Like, oh, we have to put up a tree. Oh, we have to put up lights. Oh, you oh, don't have to do anything. Yet. Oh, can, I beg to differ no, because I have a girlfriend. No, I have a girlfriend who is. Well, let her do it. Oh, I do. I do <laughs> let her do it. But like, <laughs> I've, I've just always been that person where I'm just like, she's like, oh, help me do this. I'm like, I, I've never done this because I've never cared enough to put up lights. Like, why do I yeah, want no, lights like, up? Well, I've always been that way. One thing I love is the Christmas lights. Like every, we should, like all year round, we should have Christmas lights. That's we, we should not call them like Christmas lights outside because it's, yeah. it's it's awesome. Like how yeah. is it not awesome? Well, who the yeah. hell wants to get up when it's like late fall, early like winter? Get up on the roof where it's cold and icy and put up lights. Just keep them on all year. If you're gonna put yeah. up lights, I'm cool with lights. Like, if you want lights, but like, I just don't. Yeah, like exactly. Personally, I mean, you doing just it. Toss them on randomly. Like, it's not like we need. Don't have to do Christmas colors. Just do regular. Yeah. I, but like, 
like, do like random lights, colors. Yeah, like do like nice orange and yellow lights or something. Or drive around and there's like cool stuff going on. You know, yeah, like, fair enough. Stuff. Like it's, I don't know. I just wish that we would actually do something like that in general, just for way longer. I think it'd be well, so cool. Well, hey, this based, is based on your argument, town and there's just Christmas lights on or just lights on. Yeah, figure. but like, based based on yeah, what you were saying, on. like you cool. don't care, <laughs> you don't care that other people do it whenever they do it. Then just do it. <laughs> Your, yeah, your no, house, like I just do, put up lights, I I, put up I lights, keep on. them on all year, <laughs> all I year. Mine on like all last, like a super long time last year. Um, yeah, for like months on months, but I don't put up very many Christmas lights. I have my string or something like that. Throw it yeah. on there. I'd like a BB-8, man. It died on me though. <laughs> I had this BB-8 uh, from Star Wars. Oh yeah, thing. yeah, the droid. Uh, that was yeah, sweet. the thing was awesome, man. It was the coolest. It's got a little Santa hat. But, yeah, no, it died on me now, so you gotta figure something out. So yeah, I got a squirrel. I think I bought an incredible <laughs> squirrel. Well, you should see my neighbor. Up. They have like I swear five hundred to a thousand dollars of like like air floaty things or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. it's stupid. <laughs> they have a Santa yeah. Claus. They have a floaty like a blow up Santa Claus that's bigger than their house, and their house is probably like four or five hundred thousand dollars. Oh, it's a man. nice I house. Get, I wanted to get one of those Darth Vader's or those Stormtroopers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those <laughs> things are sweet. Oh, shit. Uh, just exactly have that just hanging out. No, I, time, I, yeah. I was just curious what you guys thought because that's all it's been around here for the past like couple weeks. And I'm like, oh, Christmas is so... One, st- I'm just getting so stressed around Christmas. Christmas like, music oh, is the only awful. thing I fully complain Don't, about. Yeah. Like, yeah. Agreed. Don't That's, don't ever yeah you will never hear us play Christmas music on this podcast whatsoever. Like I just don't understand why it has to be for so long. It's so like it's already been annoying. going on for like a couple weeks or something. I don't or listen I don't to know. the radio because of it. Yeah. Oh, I don't listen to the radio. I mean, I I don't listen. There's <laughs> a lot. Regular, yeah. Like regular AM radio. Like oh my I'll God. listen to the radio like to like hear maybe new songs here and there like if i'm quickly driving into the city or whatever like going to get groceries some shit like that quick but not around christmas time because <laughs> it's yeah, no. every song is when i'm at work or something like that that's yeah. the only time and that's just the only reason i've ever listened to so many songs i've probably oh. never would have listened to <laughs> yeah it's i it's the worst like a thousand times because they just oh yeah both fm's just like we have 30 songs all carry or mariah (laughs) carry christmas music songs too like oh my god like the odd michael buble there's only one there's only one christmas song i love and that's adam sandler's hanukkah song (laughs) have you guys heard that song yeah It's, it's time for Hanukkah. Cool. Let's put on our yarmulkes. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, I love that song. It's in the yeah. It's so good. That's the only Christmas song I can I can fuck with. Yeah, that. I remember but... being young in school and listening to those uh, songs because, like, obviously we were young, shouldn't have been listening to them, so it was all like amazing. But yeah, so hilarious, man. Just it was such a revelation at the time. It was like, whoa, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wee! Wow, uh, it's so funny though. Yeah. All right. Well, let's steer out of Christmas music since we all found dislike it. Uh, and I'll throw it over to Jordan quick, so you didn't really get to go what you're doing. Did you do anything exciting this weekend in Nevada, there, Jordan? Uh, 
Not much. Ate some good food. That's about it. Oh yeah, how was your American Thanksgiving? I forget how all weird the people down south are with that. Yeah, we we didn't end up going to see your family. It was uh too cold. Oh, that sucks. Once, yeah, once the sun's down here, it's it's wicked cold. The night <laughs> is that like the desert there, or well, like yeah, close to where you live at least. Like that's why I mean, but like that's why I mean, like deserts are freezing cold at night and extremely hot yeah. during the day. That's why I asked. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, geez, that sucks. But yeah, at least like you... in the mornings it's in the negatives, and then during the day it's like yeah, plus, plus like yeah, crazy. In, nice. Are you saying that fifteen Fahrenheit or Celsius? Are you Celsius. okay? Thank God, yeah. I but... haven't converted yet. Okay, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's not change because they have no. the stupidest measurements of all Very time stupid. all time oh my god but uh let's let's dive into some puck then um i'll throw over to chase chase had some games he brought up or before they want to chat about so what's the first game you want to talk about chase okay let's hit it let's hit it oh I'll go to the old florida seattle game can't remember oh yeah sad face in Good old Florida. Yeah, hey, finally losing games at so home. Carolina. First, yeah. first home game a lot. Uh, first home loss as well. Yeah, Drieger spoils it for him. Hey, yeah, he former goalie to get his get he his looked, uh, groove going. He's he, played the past couple games. He's been pretty yeah, good, right. It's been, yeah, right. He's been pretty good. Old Seattle, like a. They've actually been winning games. I'm happy. I'm not. They're scoring. I can't give up on them. I can't give up on them yet because they actually started winning games when I told them they have to start yeah. winning like a good percentage of their games. Uh, but yeah, so like Harvey Dent, man, you can't give in. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, uh, Batman. Oh uh, um, yeah, you just gotta yell that to yourself every game, I guess. And hope you, hope you uh, keep going. Uh, but yeah, like we said, spoiling that. Uh, <laughs> Record. The record but... of home wins, yep. That's 12. Spoiling, spoiling Spencer Knight's uh, Calder Trophy race. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Starting yeah. to, at least. He's definitely not in the top five. Oh, he ain't catching my boy Raymond. I don't, think, I don't think anyone is. Like, the only one I think could is Zegris. And... Zegs is looking good. Looks Mo, so obviously. good right now. Well, like, obviously Mo, but like points Mo wise, what he does. Uh, I was just thinking points wise. That's oh, oh points wise. Yeah, no. Doubt. That's that's why my 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 mind instantly goes points wise. But honestly, based on like the points now, it's kind of hard not to give it to Mo instead. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I mean, you're a Wings fan. Well, you have a Wings game to talk about after. So let's talk. Yeah, about, I'm going let's talk about right the Calder. Anyways, just so one. Do you have anything else? On yeah, the, finish on Seattle, Seattle and Florida. Stuff. Just simply, um, Seattle needs these random games, like yes. these random games where you have to like, hey, we'll beat this guy's streak, or like, you know, like remember when Vegas was there and they were like playing for the guy that they were like his first Their game seventh against goalie team and stuff or, like that. You know, like, oh, I thought you were talking about the start of the season when they were on like their seventh yeah. string goaltender well, they, and were still winning the, games. Yeah, well, it's just the fact exactly they were getting outplayed and all this sort of stuff and not controlling play and all this stuff, but they were there because they wanted to win that game for whoever X team it was or whatever yeah. like that, you know? Like, they tried to pull little stupid things like that and just take all the suck the life out of everything out of yeah. that sort of stuff just to win games. And they didn't win a lot the, of the, They didn't the, look good winning a lot of these games uh, at the start of the first year yeah. in Vegas. But Vegas was the type you- of person that when they were in a fight, when, and they were getting like pummeled, they would start talking shit because they knew they couldn't fight. 
but we're getting popped yeah. in the face. So punch in the face, boom! Oh, you're a pussy, boom! You're... Oh, that didn't just even got hurt. <laughs> got mangled and destroyed, but just yeah. somehow comes out on top. Tires him out and then just pushes him over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, simply they just they need weird things like that to little revenge meetings and stuff like that for yeah. Seattle to keep keep this going because like uh, that's what I found seemingly helped. Uh, the nights when when they started off so no yeah. i'm just excited for the seattle team but you know let's get into the calder calder race buddy yeah blur, raymond oh can't believe this man it's like like i said it's like dad souk it's like one of our actual players we have an actual player yeah on our wings team again is is this like <sighs> who is who is the last player that you remember as a rookie coming in is it dad like with raymond like that you're like no. oh, I haven't like not necessarily like looking and how they like play the similar yeah. just like the feeling of like oh my god yeah this no, guy is the best like who's the last yeah. guy for you in Detroit that did that um well I guess it would be Larkin it would be Larkin because Larkin? Larkin's been doing some pretty amazing things at times through the last few years it just never seems to be a consistent consistent thing that's that's but why like, I asked I about Raymond him, maybe being him, higher. Yeah, like I wouldn't put him as high as like the feelings you get when you when you watch like Eiserman and Dad right. and Zetterberg and stuff like that. I feel like Raymond's more on that level. I've said this before with Larkin. Like I think he's your best second line center, like the best second line center you can get. And on, like, if, you have, if you have, if you have, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be that bad if you had two Larkins either. If exactly. that makes sense, like someone, someone yep. who is exactly like Larkin, a second liner. One of them can play first line, and yeah. they'll balance each other out fine. Yeah. And honestly, Valeno's kind of like not that bad for that projection. He's got a long way to go. Oh, he got a long way. He's look probably at, look, at where, look at how far it took and how long it took for Larkin to kind of become yeah. what, oh, what yeah. he's become. And, and he's, he's looking like he could become a little bit more with. Oh yeah, a guy it's, like it's surprising. Him. So if we just get really good wingers. And surround them with these, just like you know, like they're not outstanding centermen, but great two-way centermen. Yeah, you need those elite wingers. It's very hard to win that way. You need some. You need somebody to be elite. You know, like like Patrick Kane. You just you need. It's either like the guy's got to be. You need somebody. (laughs) But those elite wingers are really hard to plug in at a certain cap hit at what they do, unless they're like a Patrick Kane, Ovechkin, where they control their line. Like there's not a lot of there's a lot of great wingers out there who I'm like I love as would love on my team or whatever the case is or love how they play, but they can't drive a line. They can't. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm good. Um, (laughs) We'll get into that later too. (laughs) But no, it's there's very few. I'd probably say you could count on one hand wingers in the NHL that can control their own line. Or do control their own line, I should say. Not can, because there's a lot of wingers that can, I would say. But it's probably only a handful that do and are the best players on that yeah, line, right? Yeah. Like Patrick Kane is one. Now, I, I like to throw Huberdo oh. in that. Ovechkin, like... Like, Ovi's really... Ovi's for sure that. Time he's times that. this year. Like, holy, not having Backstrom. Like, oh, wow. He's he's always been that, like, dynamite, though. Like, Ovi's Ovi. Yeah, yeah, he's just had Backstrom. Yeah, Backstrom. so he's actually yeah, he's definitely had Backstrom to help him for sure. But he's he's driven that line and kept that pace up. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, Pretty but sure, no, uh, hopefully Raymond can totally be one of these wingers that is just like the best. 
and like top five winger in the NHL for you guys. It's looking like Sider's well on his way to being the worst defenseman to play against. Um, I mean, he's Detroit's best already. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. He's Detroit's best player, I think. Sider. I like Raymond. I think Raymond's been awesome and he does some crazy stuff. Sider doesn't look like a rookie. No, not at all. Which is kind of weird to say. Yeah. And it's that's not in a bad like, way. Like, it's in a even better way. Yeah, like, that's why I feel like he's... I think it's Raymond or him, unless Zegers kind of keeps yeah. pumping the tires up here, because... I yeah, wonder Sider's if Cider like, is going man. to be what we thought Hedden was going to be. Yeah, exactly. Big, hey. strong, scary. Like, and Hedman's big, strong, scary, but he doesn't really... Use his size, right? He's never agitating players because he, yeah. he knows he's Yeah, there. like Mo utilizes everything yeah. everything he's got. Like you can tell he you does can, it oh, every game. You can tell he's smart enough to do it and all that sort of stuff. Like he's the seems he's, to just have that miss or that he had a gaff, you know, like what he created gaffs. Mo doesn't seem to do that. He doesn't just yeah. make mistakes continually. He, for, yeah. He's the type Mo, Mo is the exact type of player that when I used to play against uh, is the only type of player that would take I would take penalties against typically like consist more consistent than your average like speedster or whatever. Like players like him that were just constantly at you on your heels, mm-hmm. cross-checking you after two whistles, like stuff yeah. like that that's just like dude, fuck off. Like leave me alone. Yeah. He's yeah, so yeah, good at that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's so good at that. Like, and oh, he's gonna draw so many penalties. He's gonna really, really ruin people's lot, days and games. Yeah. So, no, I love cider. Love, love cider. Yeah, playing like twenty some minutes, man. Yeah, like which this is, is pretty epic. Like twenty two, I think, on average. That's insane. Yeah, it probably is twenty two right now. I like, think he's wow. only behind Heronic. That's crazy. I wouldn't even be surprised to. He surpasses Heronic in certain games, at least. <laughs> if not oh, by the end of the year. I'm surprised if he's over Heronic right now, actually. That's yeah. crazy. Like, holy. Yeah. One guy that, yeah. Old. It's just so crazy how to step in that seamlessly. Like, he was super boss in the Europe League last year. Yep. To actually step you were in a little, the NHL. You were a little worried he wasn't going to gel his first year, too, Chase, at the start of the year. Like, yeah. Like, like not like this of... well, at least. Yeah, like, I was concerned that like he was just gonna piss off the wrong act person. or be a little young at yeah. times, you know, and like exactly kind of piss guys off and in the wrong he way. He wouldn't be ready for them and their strength is right. kind of what I was. That's what I was thinking, and <laughs> nobody's doing any pushback seemingly with that guy. So God no, it doesn't seem like it. They seem like they get their ass kicked if they do. Yeah, I haven't seen anybody like truly actually be like screw you, cider. So this is kind of weird. Yeah, a lot of stuff. Would have, yeah, for sure. Would would stand a little bit more, but he's a very like hockey hockey player. Like he's not just being a dick to be a dick. Like he did yeah. hack. He did like come in and be a little aggressive on the goalie. So he's gonna just gonna do what most defensemen do, sort of things. He's just yeah, for sure. But for sure. No, I don't know. I I feel like I wonder. Like, do you guys think it'll be like? I feel like Cider almost has the edge because he's playing so many minutes. And I give it to Cider based on his minutes. This team is comp- like extremely competitive now, and they've never been able to say that. And like, there's tons of reasoning where you could be like, "Oh, this is why. This is why. This is why." But like, the be all and end all is on defense. 
If you have a bad defense, it doesn't matter how good your offense is, you're not going to win. Like, you're going to win games, but, like, you're not going to be, like, competitive, right? And Cider has turned your defense around, like, completely, where you're not, like, half the time worried because people are on the ice. (laughs) Because he's on so much, him and Hirona. I thought Nicoletti was going to be a big help, and he's just kind of, like, just a defense. Like, he's good. He's he's been good. good, He's been very good. It's just that... Like he, we didn't need him to be outstanding or anything like that. I thought he would be the guy with two goals and twelve assists, and Moritz sure. would be the guy with seven assists. You know? Right. Um, and Moritz would be maybe the guy that's minus seven, and not Letty. You know, Moritz yep. is minus one right now on a team that pretty much goes fifty-fifty on their goals for and against. So yeah, like twenty-two, maybe playing more minutes than thirty-year-old Stanley Cup champion Nick Letty, like. Pretty yep. psychotic. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, do you have anything else on Detroit that you want to bring up while you're kind of no. on the subject? No, that's hey, all good. That's throw, all good, man. Let's, I'll throw it to Jordan then, quick. Uh, Actually, wait. Any... They played that. They played that Guelph line dog. They were playing. Oh yeah, were they? The other, the other game. Yeah, they had uh, yeah. Fabry, Bertuzzi, and uh, Suter together for that's a little still... bit. I haven't seen very much. But... How to do for the short sample you had seen? Solid, decent, oh. <laughs> bad. <laughs> no, I don't know. It didn't seem like it stayed very long because they kept. Uh, I, I swear they had Bertuzzi playing with Raymond later. So right, yeah. Well, I didn't see it too too much, honestly. To be fair enough. Serious, I didn't see it very much. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um. All right, then. I'll, let's throw it to Jordan. Do you have any other games that you'd like to talk about? I have one in particular. Cool. You talk about that while I try and pull up this next clip. <laughs> Um, we all know how much I love a good goaltending performance, so it'd be rude of me not to talk about Vejmelka stonewalling the... Yeah, thank you, because I have that in my notes, so I'm just going to bring it up. I love that. Love that Vejmelk. Do you have the number of saves he made in the game in front of you? Because I do if you don't. I do. Okay, then let her fly. So, Vejmelka faced 46 saves, and he didn't concede a single one. Yeah, 46 one shots. Of his, one of his advanced stats, he faced five goal. Well, he had a five GSA stat, which is wow. goal saved, saved above, above expected. expected. Yeah, yeah. Love it. Which is ridiculous. Insane. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, he really needed some time off there. Hey, like, you yes. just can't place all these guys all the time. Hey? He's Give never even played in the NHL off. and he started the first 10 games. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, hey. that's that's not normal. That's not normal whatsoever. Yeah, like, this whole, I got, it's partly, like, Winnipeg. Like, they are just, they are just pretending they're doing so good out there, but they are not trying to score. <laughs> they're not trying, really, hey? They're not actually trying to score. They're they probably, hockey, and they're playing hockey so well, but they're yeah. not trying to score goals or something, like, right? Yeah. Well, like, I'm um, not trying to take anything away from Vegmelka, honestly, because I thought he played, like, Exactly. There was five goals. It was awesome. There should have been five goals. <laughs> yep. Really. Absolutely. 
Jordan, the fact that uh, the fact that, that the Coyotes even got one, they <laughs> shots in a whole game. And tell me who was that player? Do you know? Antoine Roussel. <laughs> oh, I yeah. love that. And I think it was assisted by like Jay Beagle and like someone else. <laughs> yeah, they, they, got, they got that Dzingle. Yeah, Dzingle. Him on that line. Roussel. That's so like, good. I love it. Sick love third it so line. Much. Unreal. It's amazing. Oh. Absolutely love to yeah. see it. So that's good. So what, that's their what third goal of the year. Those that, that line or something. yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And know who looks like crazy good on Arizona considering he's because he has extended minutes. Andrew Ladd has been like points wise yeah, been really good yeah, <laughs> because yeah, he's yeah. their first line winger or something like that. It was assisted by none other than the greatest hockey player of all time, Louis Erickson. Yeah, I I can love Louis. It's so good. Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah, that's a lot of money for like a couple goals every. No, I I have. Yeah, but I have a question for you. Who's gonna be on the Coyotes next year? Because they have. Oh, like, oh my god, they have the same, not even close to the same team. Andrew Ladd will be on there because he, I, I think gone... they get more picks or they get what, what, what happens there. If he will happen, doesn't that... play Islanders, get more picks, but he no, no, if he plays or something, I can't remember what the condition is, but they can get picks out of it for if he plays. I think they already get it because he's already played a game or lose it. I think, I think they lose year. a pick. It's next year. Oh, is it okay? Um, but. They guess how many contracts they will have signed for next. Have they have signed for next year? Oh, probably like four or five. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Five. They have four. <laughs> oh my lord! How are you in a <laughs> sports like the- franchise <laughs> in the best league in that sport and have four guys locked up for next year when you have yeah, like, a twenty-four man roster? Yeah, like they're literally not gonna play a soul next or now, like half of these guys like 10 players play. out of the AHL. Yeah, well ten, seven of them are like are RFAs or eight, sorry. So like you just qualify least, them and yeah, they'll sign at least. But like they have their rights still, but like that still leaves like ten players that are More could be just walk. That could just walk. <laughs> so that's insane. Um, yeah, Arizona like, just wow. fucking two forwards that the they best. have on the roster <laughs> in Andrew Ladd and Clayton Keller. Those are the two forwards. Yeah, that are two defensemen and Chikrin and Gostasphere. Like, and Gostasphere wow. they traded for, didn't sign it. Same, yeah, with, Ladd. same with Ladd. Only ones they've so, signed is Chikrin Keller. Shedded contract. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's so crazy, man. That's like, great. One thing I can say is that Keller's. I don't know. I'm not saying he's worth the money because like that's a lot of money. He's not worth seven team. right now. But like, I don't know if he played with good on a good team. So I, yeah, wouldn't be looking that bad. But I wonder what Clayton Keller would look like if he wasn't an Arizona Coyote. Uh, he's like 23. Like he's been mm-hmm. playing. He's like, been playing like four years. He's like the four last straight years. Yeah, kind of like the last Zegers guy. Yeah, but the team like didn't really grow with player. him. Yeah. And and uh, yeah, he's that's... been just playing stuff for so long. The team didn't yeah, no, grow they... at all with him, though. Like, but that's because in his uh sec, his first full season, he put up sixty five points, and then he's been a forty point guy the rest, pretty much. So he had a good year last year, actually, thirty five points in fifty six games. Like, that's not that bad. Yeah, man. That's around a sixty to seventy point pace. But no, Arizona putting in God's work. 
We love this yeah, team. Man. I love like, this team. Actually, keep trading guys. Like they could get a whole bunch. Are of they actually not going to get last in the NHL? <laughs> that's a serious uh, question. I know that's crazy to say. No, that's crazy to say. But oh yeah, but Kessel's not done anything for them, anyways. Um, <laughs> yeah, not really. No, he hasn't. There's like, some teams in the basement where I'm like, it's possible. The way Buffalo's playing right now, too, it's like, ooh, I don't know yeah. if Buffalo's ever going to win a game again. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. I look at them like they got some players yeah, that play hilarious. well. But... Dude, it's so hilarious hearing that Tukarski's being like over being tired and like that's hilarious. Stuff. He's probably never played this much in one stretch. Like, Holy shit! Oh, what what a change, hey? Like, yeah. Imagine going God, from like, an AHL, like, starter slash, like, tandem, playing a decent yeah. amount of games. They don't have as many games as in the NHL, typically, I don't think. And, yeah, it's like 60. Yeah, it's like 60-some like games. That. And, like, and like, usually kind of – I don't know. It's weird. It's amazing how many starts a guy gets for – like, how many how many starts a starting goalie gets in mm-hmm. the NHL. Like, oh, yeah, he, he probably played, gets a like, lot. But, like, he probably never played as much as he's played for Buffalo the start of this year. He's never been relied upon this point. And, like, AHL yeah. teams aren't, like, this bad, typically. Some are, I guess. Some can be. But, like, the player – you're not playing the best players in the world with a shitty team. You're playing the second tier of players that are pretty good and some oh. – Right? So, this has just got to be, like, insane. Andrew Ladd's doing so good because he's an American, man. He's, like, he could be the OG <laughs> – OG American, the captain. He's, he's Canadian. Olympic Andrew Ladd says he's Canadian here. BC. Oh, really? says his nationality is the United States. says nationality Canada on cap friendly for me. So where That's are you looking I'm... at it? Oh, oh Jesus. Cap? I'm looking at Phil Kessel. I was, like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no doubt, man. I thought Ladd was Canadian as well. <laughs> yeah, Kessel's not making that team. That's <laughs> I was like, no, don't. Andrew Ladd with 11 <laughs> points in 22 games? Impressive. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Columbia, the old Napes Ridge. Yeah. With two windows open. I wanted to see that, uh, that trade. Oh, that's uh, so good. Yeah. What that condition was for. I have no Pick idea. is not transferred oh. to Arizona if Ladd plays any professional games yeah. in 22-23. Okay, so if he plays next yeah, year. Yeah, so next year. Or so. retires before that season. I guess I probably could have just like checked on Cat Friendly here where it says third round pick of the Islanders with an asterisk. Yeah. <laughs> That's so if they can, it would be. So if he but... plays next year, if Andrew Ladd does good and then plays again next year, bam. Yeah. Good. You got got another second round pick. Yeah, or no, um, third round pick. Sorry. Yeah, third third round pick. But no, for sure. So, uh, yeah, I presume that's everything you got on the Yotes there, Jordan. Yeah, the Yotes game. Just want to bring up Vejmalka. Cool. Yeah, pretty much just Vejmalka's excellent performance. Cool. Um, I want to ask this question, but it's kind of like the podcast will go too long if we start talking about Winnipeg a lot. So I'm gonna just move on and. Talk about the Pens games real quick. I'm not going to go over them too much because there's only... I, I don't remember if there was two or three since our last podcast. I know of the two for sure, so I'm just going to talk about them. Montreal, um, we played Casey DeSmith in that. Oh, my God. Um, he was okay, I guess, but not good enough. I, I've been saying it all off season. I don't like him as a backup for Pittsburgh. He's not good enough to be... 
he's good enough to be a backup for someone like a Vasilevsky for a like a number one Connor Hellebuck Gibson like guys that are gonna play 60 games and like never come out in the playoffs right that's the type of guy you need to Smith for just to like okay he'll play 15 20 games and he'll play okay but your team is good enough to win so that's my first issue with this team I just oh we need a new goalie so bad we need a backup so so bad um, Jake Allen had one of the best games I've seen him play in my life. He was so good. Um, Montreal wasn't that bad, actually. They were pretty good in the game, all considering. They were just seemed like they had an extra jump and tried a lot better. Josh Anderson had one of those games where he was pretty noticeable. Um, Evan Rodriguez playing with Crosby and Gensel, I am loving right now. Rust is out. Because of, I don't know. I, I presume he was injured still um, from the last time he was hurt. That's the only way it makes sense why he was playing the way he was and is out randomly now. So he's going to be out week to week, which sucks, but so be it. Not the end of the world. I like Rodriguez on that line right now. And yeah, that's pretty much it about the Habs game. We just couldn't get the puck past Allen, frankly. Like, he was so good. So, so good. but uh, Yeah, I miss him doing good in uh, the old St. Louis, man. It's so weird was, when it just he was only, went off the rails. Issue, though, he's only good there when he's not a starter. Like, he can't start 60 games. He can start 40. But, yeah, like, 60 is too much. Like, I don't know. So much you can't rely did, on did him so every night. Little, yeah, that's the issue. It was such a issue. long period of time that he did so good. But, it just, yeah, but then would like, lose a, a series. Season would lose a series yeah. or something bad. Like, uh-huh. that is the issue with Allen, right? Yeah. So, um, but no, he was, like, so, so good that night. Uh, yesterday, we played Calgary. And um, I can't remember if the Islanders game was before the last podcast or not, but we won one nothing and we smoked the Islanders, so I won't really talk about that game. We were outplaying them every for the whole game. Last night against Calgary was awful. Um, they... We're not awful. We were we were fine. Just uh, Jari was amazing again. No surprise. He's been so good lately. Like one of the best. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's second star of the week. So it shows how good of a week he had. He's like two or three shutouts already in the past like two weeks. So, um, but Calgary's good, man. Oh my god, they're so good. I actually look at that team now, and I'm like, if I if Pittsburgh were ever come up against them in like the Cup final, because that's the only way they can. I would bet on Calgary. Like I would genuinely bet on Calgary. They look so good. They're just so big and strong. They play like a Daryl Sutter team, and it didn't seem like they were. But as the season's going on, more and more and more, I see, wow, this is definitely a Daryl Sutter team, and it's good offensively, yeah, yeah, too. It's offensively capable. He is they have Lucic on their first fourth line now. And we always joked about, Oh, worst contract in the league. He under Sutter. He looks like a top. He feels like a top six forward again. Oh and yeah, for sure. He has been having a great year. Like I'm pretty sure he's on pace for 20 goals this year already, which is insane. Yeah. He's got like six or eight. He's got or six, six goals. I think I heard seven, six or seven as of last night. Cause he scored the first yeah. goal of the game, but no, it's yeah, just no. It's epic, man. This team's well, so good. Good, they're playing. Um, I still do worry about offense from the back end. There, like I didn't see a lot of it coming, but they were just stretching out. And 
Johnny Goudreau is a man on a mission. Like he oh, yeah. this looks is the Goudreau so, we all knew. This is there, yeah, right? this is the hundred point a year Goudreau. Like ninety nine point hundred point years. Like this yeah, elite he, sniper. Elite. This is a guy who can win you a series if this Goudreau shows up. He's yeah, dropping back. Sure. He's creating from he breaks out a lot of actually plays when they break up in the neutral zone he's the guy breaking the team up ice him and kachuk play well together that first line's just like scary and matt mangiapani's real 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 good like it's not just like a scoring touch where he's like on fire right now he's just genuinely knows where to be and is smart and so comfortable at the puck so comfortable with the puck, which isn't great for a young player to be. But I got well, no thing about the best thing about the Flames is then their goaltending. Like, yeah, obviously oh. Markstrom has been fantastic, but Vladar has been uh, crazy good too. Right? Yeah, the team, I just looked at stats actually recently, yeah. and they're like, the team, oh my god, the the Flames lead the NHL in save percentage with a combined nine point three two. Yeah, they lead in goals against per game if in the lowest with a one point nine five. Yeah, and they obviously have the most shutouts this season with seven. So that's far. insane. They're so good. And they sc- and they've scored first out of I believe twenty four games eighteen times, or something like yeah. that. They've this scored an first. So stretch of goaltending from this team. This is an incredible stretch of hockey for a team. Yeah. I have I have never seen a team that wasn't highly touted to be this good be this good. I don't think. Like I, like, I get there's other teams in there. There's a lot of Canadian teams that are actually, like, killing it right now. But this is the most terrifying team I come up against. Like, yesterday, Pittsburgh was playing good, and I was sitting there like, we're going to lose this game. And, like, I'm totally fine with it. Like, I know we're going to lose this game, but this team is just better. They are better than us. So It was a good game, though. It was a good game. It was a very good game. Pittsburgh really did work. I've been very impressed with how they've been playing. It was the way they were playing that was pissing me off. I know they were losing as well. That doesn't help. But, like, they didn't seem urgent for the puck. But lately, they've been a lot better. Latang is really fiery right now, and I like it when he's that way because he tends to up his offensive game and jump up in the rush and make really good plays when he does that. So, no, I loved how they played. Just, like I said, this team's just better. They're real good. Real, real good. So all i got on pittsburgh oh and one other notable mention i have not brought up him i don't think pretty much all year but brock mcginn is slowly becoming one of my favorite players we've ever signed because yeah dog never stops moving his feet ever i've he i wonder i'm i've been sitting this season thinking because we've only had two seasons of tanev and i sit here and i'm like do i like him again more than tanev and if you know who I am and have talked to me about Brandon Tanev, you know how much I adore this man and how much I mean, he is. see what impact he has no matter what. Yeah, he's on. so good on Seattle too. Like he's the one pick where you're like, yeah, they nailed that one out of the park. Um, but no, I just, I, I, I'm slowly getting to a point where I'm like, I think Brock McGinn is better. Just because he's a slightly oh, bigger man, like I wonder. I love if... Brock. Mc... I've always loved Brock. Yeah, McGinn. so have I. Random favorites. Yep. I, I always put. I've always loved Brock again. I've been watching him for like ever. Same with like. Oh, Lin... oh it's so, so weird good. seeing so, South so Carolina good. do so good and them not and have get, him give up and fault and all these guys. All these like... guys they've given up on. It seems like Nadelkovich, McGinn, like 
Um, yeah, Dougie Lindholm. Hamilton. <laughs> dude, Falk, dude. Justin Falk. Falk. Even yeah, that he was captain. This guy's epic, dude. He was like their captain. captain, yeah. like I thought he was going to be there for, like, ever. He was, I, like, so did I. He was the so man of that I. team. It was so epic. I just... He, he was just there, kind of took a few steps back that little that one year, and they're like, "Oh well, screw this." Then or something. Like, I don't know what well, happened. Well, I think St. Louis so pushed weird. hard for him though, because that was a weird trade when we first saw it. Because they still had yeah, Petr- hey. they still had Petrangelo. Like it seemed like they were trying to prepare for Petrangelo leaving. Like they knew he was gonna. Leave. I know. Hey, I still feel like Doug Armstrong knew he was leaving. I feel like he did because he made a lot of weird lot. moves where it's like, but it's a lot hey, easier to trade somebody away than it is to like try to acquire somebody yep. so like yep, that's you, true. you make the move and then like petro does sign and what you have to trade perioke or something like yeah, people will pay oh, still yeah. for that so like fair enough i think that I, I understand why he did it but yeah it was very confusing but very you can hear they are now again like they're just so good fine because they're they had awesome. for a couple years you know but I, I i gotta say like he looks he looks like he's back. Like Justin yep. Falk is back, man. He nice. looks like he was again, just being a dominant force on the ice, jumping Love around, it. getting involved in the play constantly because that's what he does best. And yeah, uh, I'm just like I said, I'm so sad that none of these Carolina guys are <laughs> on Carolina. Like, yeah, I know. Get and these guys like oh, Lindholm, like man, like they, they have be- probably better side guys. Yeah, maybe not Brock McGinn. That was a tough loss to me that just wasn't... a year ago, but. Getting Svechnikov and these guys in place. Yep, for it's sure. They they definitely have a lot of their core. Their core is set. Like we know who their core is. It's Aho, Svechnikov, Teravainen on offense, and then probably you could probably throw Nikish Trochek, in there. Nikish and like, Tro- maybe Trocek. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm gonna wait on Trocek till next year based on one year left on his deal. They're the type of team that's up. totally like we'll let you walk. We'll let you just go. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. With Trocek, he's not like a – I didn't mean to say that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. He's been like great. He's been great. But, like – And like then slaving on the back end. Some of these guys that have gone, like, who do you want? Trocek or Rask or, you know. Like yeah. Probably oh, yeah. Trocek um, and stuff. For sure. I'm just going to take a step back on Pittsburgh, too, and just two more things. Fenway Sports Group signed the agreement to purchase the Penguins, what's so official now, which is great. Kind of knew that was going to happen, but just news. Uh, and uh, Brian Burke came out talking about Malkin before the game yesterday and said he still needs a bit of time. Um, he's still a while away. He's still a ways away. So don't be hollering yet. Apparently, I, I imagine it's probably another month or two of before we get Malkin back. Probably after Christmas time, I would is when I'm thinking he'll be back. Maybe even like just before the Olympics to get some reps in to warm up for that. So. Uh, that's some news that was a little disappointing. I just want to bring up about Pittsburgh before we move forward. So, um, do you guys want to talk about the Brady Kachuk, Brendan Lemieux thing now? Because we're going to talk about it, so I should probably uh, bring it up. Um, if you haven't heard, <laughs> there is a bit of a feud going on with Brendan Lemieux and Brady Kachuk. As during the game, there was a big scrum and Brendan Lemieux appeared to have bit Brady Kachuk's hand, and his hand was bleeding and didn't look great. And I don't know if you read the comments after about what Brady Kachuk said, but I will quickly bring them up here. As um, 
do you guys have it well i'm just bringing them up right in front of me quick so do you guys have anything like quickly to note on this before i bring up exactly what break chuck said about the the only thing i found weird about it was jonathan quick yeah defending, defending. i don't necessarily think like, that's weird because defending a teammate but defending a teammate who bit somebody is a little different yeah it, yeah for sure and like they haven't like there was no like actual like proof proof that's like you saw him bite because of where the yeah, scrum the was. was this the video was really yeah. tough for it but like at the same time though <laughs> you saw his hand it looks exactly like a bite mark Perfect. like you should he definitely did it um he is to have an in uh in-person hearing over zoom uh sometime in the next couple days they didn't give a date at least i didn't see one um here's what brady kachuk initially had to say about it i think it's the most gutless thing anyone could ever do it's outrageous kids don't even do that anymore he's a complete brickhead he's got nothing up there and i i can't find the exact comments anymore because not everyone's taking them down but um some other stuff he was saying too was that he is sorry that brady or brandon lemieux is the worst type of players teammates don't like him nobody likes him nobody likes him in this league all this stuff and like ranting and then matthew kachuk brady's brother came out defending brady as well saying yeah he's right the guy's completely gutless that's you don't bite in the nhl that's for babies and stuff like that so kachuk brothers staying together not surprising and then like jordan mentioned quick had his comments saying that the brady kachuk's comments on lemieux are complete garbage so yeah uh what are you guys like thoughts on the situation um thoughts on a suspension of how long what would you guys do as player safety like where are your guys minds at instantly with this and not necessarily sides but what i'll throw it to you jordan I you mean, can kind of start it you can yeah the the first thing i think is what brady kachuk said is not wrong like the yeah. first thing kids are taught in sports is <laughs> there are a few rules. You don't bite. You I don't think that's the first thing kids are taught in life. Exactly. Is, there's like, very there. Okay, th I think of it this way: when you think back to when you were in like what kindergarten-ish, if you can think back the time, can you remember a, a lot of kids who were biters? No, there's typically one or two kids who were like biters. <laughs> And, and, like growing up like as, city city schools like, yeah you had biters well stuff. jordan Your has a crazy story about one <laughs> we don't have one yeah, guy fair enough you lived in a, that guy <laughs> yeah you lived in buttfuck nowhere so if you were that guy you were the real weird kid in school but jordan didn't <laughs> i remember you telling me a story but you're like daycare some kid yeah. like bit you like can you just yeah, quickly so, tell that story since it's relevant so yeah, funny. I would have been. I would have been like nine-ish. <laughs> yeah. Um, what? How old was, was this kid? Was going to, two years younger. Was going to this daycare. Yeah, he. This kid would have been like two years, maybe more younger than me. <laughs> it wasn't fully there in the head. I'm not sure what was wrong. He wasn't diagnosed with anything, and he wasn't like, you know, he didn't yeah. have special help. No, like, he, you could tell he, he wasn't all there in some way. Um. So he was riding this little tricycle thing. I don't fucking know. I was older. Um. And and. All I wanted to do is he got off of it, and I just wanted to ride around on the little tricycle and fucking be bored. You know, right. you're an older kid, you're bored, you're fucking around. 
So he didn't like that I took it right after him. So he was like getting mad at me and getting all up in my face, making his like noises. And then he grabbed it and like threw it at the ground. And I went to pick it up and the, the kid fucking bit a genuine chunk out of my neck. What? Yeah. Shit. Bit your neck. Yeah, like a fucking vampire. It's like the bat bite me in the neck. That's about it. God damn. (laughs) Oh, I remember you telling me that story. It's so good. (laughs) Oh, insane, dude. So, so based on Jordan's story, Brandon Lemieux was that kid growing up. Yeah, exactly. But, um. Yeah, that's insane. I bit your neck, though. <laughs> so I still laugh about that. Oh my god. Um, but no. So back to back to the Lemieux such stuff. I'm not surprised with what Brady has said about him like that because we all know who he is. We all know Brendan Lemieux is related. I his dad is is um, Claude Lemieux, right? It's his dad or his uncle. I always mix those two. But anyways, he's very close relation with Claude Lemieux, who is arguably what the the biggest asshole player to play against in the league ever. Are one of top five, (laughs) top three, like one of those guys that you're like, oh, I hated when that guy was playing against us. Like for a lot of bad reasons and a lot of just. He's worse than the Kachucks, let's say that. If, if the Kachucks are complaining about something, you know it's probably pretty bad. <clears throat> but where do you guys stand on like a suspension or a fine or something like that? Yeah, I think it'd be like two, three games or something like that. Like, uh, kind yeah. of my guess. I don't think they usually suspend the guy for too, too long. Yeah, I on, think on this in the past. That's like 5,000, right? You think that's like a five thousand dollar fine for biting? Well, no, I'm saying the oh. max amount. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's something. So like I'm that. saying fine him the max, and then yeah, I think a couple games off. You know, I don't think it's something like you should ban the guy for life, but like, like he definitely needs to sit down, cool down, and realize what he did was not able to happen again. That can't yeah. happen again. Um, I he's a repeat offender. So, and that's like always a comment. If you're going to bring that up with Kadri, you have to bring that up with Brendan Lemieux. I think it's ridiculous that you can just say, oh, it's okay for Kadri to be suspended for nine games for a hit that was a little high. But Brendan Lemieux can get a fine for biting a fucking guy. Like, everyone's hit a kid to the head once in their career by accident, at least, if you played hockey. Right, any sport, any, any sport, sport you've accident. you've clobbered a kid by accident where it was definitely dirty. Now I ask the same question: Have you ever bit a kid while playing sports? No, no, like that, like no, at least not on purpose. <laughs> no, that's just like such a gross, messed up thing to do in a scrum. Like I don't care if someone's putting their hand into your teeth; like you don't bite them. Well, and if and I would rather do what Marshawn did, you think they're a child. Oh, absolutely. Here, somebody bit somebody in a sport. You're like, oh, is that a kids' league? Yeah, or is it Luis Suarez again? Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you know soccer, you'll understand that. <laughs> um, Italians came out again. <laughs> Chiellini pissed him off again. Um, but <laughs> no, I think it should be five. Honestly, at least. Um, oh yeah, I, for, I would love it. I would give him a five game to eight probably for that. If you're given certain of these suspensions out, 
Gotta give it for biting. How long did they suspend Marchant for? For licking. That's a uh, decent comparable. Like, because I, I would probably do like two more games than what they gave Marchant. Uh, Marshall. Yeah, everyone understand. I think the last time there was a biting incident, it was like only two or three games. So I'm assuming it'll be around there. I don't know what. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. Like I've, I've like heard that. like other stuff that's gone on since then, but I don't remember the last time I've genuinely heard like biting where it was this. But like he was bleeding. Like the other ones where it was like a little bit of an imprint. I not that biting's ever okay, <laughs> but. It seemed like Brandon like actually bit down. He's done stuff like this before. He's done dirty plays. He's been suspended many times. So I don't know. Um, I see five to eight personally for that, just based on what his name is as well. That's just my prediction. So, um, do you guys have any final comments on the Chuck and Lemieux? That's just ridiculous. That's all I. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> Absolutely. So I'll move forward then. Let's, uh, while we brought up Marshawn, let's bring up his suspension. <laughs> uh, Marshawn was suspended three games for slew footing OEL. And I think that's pretty fair based on, like I said, repeat offender and the slew foot. I, I watch it and I'm like, I don't know if he did that on purpose because it looked like he was, his legs were spread out before his, he swept them like well before and he was just trying to like angle and the way they kind of came in together. Like you're on skates. I don't think it was completely intentional, but I definitely think he meant to like knock down OEL. And the way OEL fell, if he had landed on his right leg, he probably could have been done for his career. Yeah, probably would have broken like, it. There's so many like scary things. When I see people do stuff like that where they're the other person could fall on their leg awkwardly, it scares the crap out of me. Because I'm instantly like thinking worst case, like they're done their career is going to be over. Like they're going to get seriously hurt from that. So I think that's why. And with all the slew footing in the NHL this year, it seems like there's a lot. I don't, have you guys heard this many slew foot suspensions and fines in one start of the year? God, no. There's been like six. LeBanc was yeah. suspended. Uh, Marshawn's been suspended. PK Subban's been fined three times already this year. <laughs> Like it, it's yeah. I don't know. Don't I hate it? I hate slew footing. <laughs> like I, it's a deserved three game suspension. I would say for Marshawn. Do you guys have any other? Just yeah, based no based on his name, <laughs> based on the slew footing act, and how injured the OEL could have been. It just give him three games, move on. Um, and one other final Boston note: uh, there is a been a trade request out of Boston. Jake DeBrusque asked for a trade this weekend. Um, and there like, is ten, ten, nine to ten teams inquiring, seriously inquiring about him right now. See, like I'm pretty sure they've been trying to trade this guy for like two years. So I don't I, know. I've been hearing like, that too, but I don't know. Like, like there's also a difference. Finally, it's probably him. He his agent came out and said he asked for a trade. Yeah, exactly. Like that's so, what I'm wondering. Like that's so, probably what's changed. Like, I'm assuming they mutually were okay. And probably. Like, yeah. If there's a trade whatever we'll you know in yep. the last year or two like we, it was probably like yeah that's fine or whatever well i'm pretty and, sure there was yeah, one last must, year it was close to it. edmonton there's one to yeah, edmonton exactly. really like i thought he done. requested it last year which was but obviously it was just this was boston trying to actively move him the last couple yeah. of years then this last year assuming. they were definitely listening 
open yeah, yeah. for him. So yeah, pretty 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 good. I like to hear this man. Get him over. I think he will do good somewhere else. He just hasn't balanced and worked that well with that team. And like, I haven't really given him the top minutes. They haven't really just been. All like, right, yeah, we'll try him. I have stuff. a trade. Just like just thought this off the top of my head, uh, two players that are disgruntled. What if they did something along the lines? You can change the picks and prospects however you'd like. You go like a second DeBrusque for Kratzov, or like a third and DeBrusque for Kratzov. Yeah, I was thinking uh, that uh, Dylan Strom too. You could go yeah. that direction. I don't bad. know if they're trading him but, anymore yeah. though, because it's a new GM, it's new coach, yeah, yeah. like. Things have changed there. They got a lot bigger things to worry about than trading a uh, Dylan Strome. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, hey, like I don't. But definitely don't mind that for a center. Something like that doesn't sound like a bad idea with like a Strome or a Kravstoff or yep. whatever. Who was the other name they had out there? Another name. Domi's technically kind of out there, isn't he? Yeah, but you don't trade DeBrusque for Domi, be... probably. Hey, would you? I, I wouldn't. <laughs> wonder if Domi's a guy that Boston I just, would. Want. I don't. I don't look at Boston and Max Domi and say, yep, that'll work. <laughs> I never once have like looked at them like, eh, I don't think that'll work. Domi's a guy who needs to be in the perfect situation to be well, to be successful. And based on how the second line is, I mean, I guess you got Taylor Hall. Like, that's probably the best winger he's had in, ever. <laughs> Domi, mm-hmm. so maybe it's not that bad. So yeah, I just I wonder want... how that would work. Yeah, for sure. So. Just wanted to bring him up because he's out there in trade rumors right now. Uh, let's slide. Where is he from? Where Jake DeBrusque is from no, Alberta, I believe. I think he's from Alberta. Nice. I don't know for let's sure. Let's go Calgary. Let's Calgary? Go. Make it happen. Edmonton. He's from Edmonton. No way. Yep, dead ass from Edmonton. So that's why the rumors were all going like that. That makes a lot of sense. Let's hope well, and his dad. Well, his dad is in those two teams. Yeah, his dad is a, like the audio audio guy for the Oilers, or one of the audio guys. Like, uh, he talks, right. Louis DeBrusque. Oh, oh, the oh, yeah, Louis DeBrusque. Yeah. yeah, right, right. I forgot about that. Yeah, so right. got that um, DeBrusque in there. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, no, that's. Do you guys have anything on Boston that you want to bring up? Because like those are the only two things. I'm just gonna start bringing up teams. So if you want to add on to what I'm bringing up with the teams, just. Jump in, okay? No, I'm good with Boston. Yep, just jump in when you guys feel if I'm moving on too quickly. Uh, I got one thing about Colorado. Nathan McKinnon looks like he's set to play his to play Wednesday against the Leafs after missing eight games. So that'll be good for Colorado to finally get some of their players back, and hopefully it stays that way. Um, anything, uh, that's all I got for Colorado at this minute. And Kale McCarr is like playing extremely good right now. I believe he is third star of the week this week. Uh, I'll see how many points he has throughout the season but he is playing like kale mccarr plays i don't know how to describe it he's got 20 points in 16 games and nine goals <laughs> that's insane one, one thing i wanted to bring up for the oilers was um the all-time blocked shots record has been broken oh yeah okay uh yeah, yeah let's jump no up there longer no longer brent seabrook it is now chris russell with two thousand blocks you guys guys also see right now (laughs) statistically right now i chris russell based strictly based on analytics so don't take any like take it with a grain of salt because of that he is like the 20 something best puck moving defenseman in the nhl this year 
That's quite funny. That's, That's like crazy. Hilarious. Just based on his breakout passes and all that such. So, um, yeah, and sticking on the Oilers, McDavid, I forgot to bring this up last podcast, but McDavid is the fourth fastest player to reach 400 points uh, passing. I believe it was Bobby. No, it was Bobby Orr third or yeah, I can't remember if he passed Bobby Orr or he's right behind Bobby Orr. But that's crazy. Shows how good McDavid is and why. I mean, he's just the best player in the world. So wanted to bring that up. Uh, let's talk a little bit about some more trade talk. I'll throw it over to Dallas. Uh, Dallas have been frequently called about John Klingberg to see what they're going to do. And the most aggressive team is the Carolina Hurricanes right now. So... Yeah, wouldn't that be gross? That would be nasty. And that just fits. That just Klingberg is a like five times better Tony D'Angelo. <laughs> like that's what I look at Klingberg. And not like not personality wise, obviously, but the way they play. So I think Carolina would be like the best fit for Klingberg. And Yeah, I feel like I wonder Dallas, if Dallas is gonna need to get something back, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Like, that's that's why need, like, a defenseman. Like you can't just trade Klingberg and just be like, We'll be fine. You probably know, like, who, like for picks or something like that i don't i don't feel like they're making a deal like that they might though because you can also flip those picks for a d-man right like that's if you're using know, it to facilitate our trade it comes down to these guys trading like they usually don't make like two two tra- two trades all the time they usually typically make, like, one trade but it, it depends how they do dallas too because yeah, currently yeah. dallas is 21st in the nhl it's not looking bad but it's definitely not looking like they're for sure a playoff team by any means. Um, so, and plus teams are just calling because the last year of Klingberg's deal, if he's not going to yeah, resign exactly. with them, might as well get an asset for him. So, uh, I wonder if they what they do with with all these players. Like they got a couple of guys that if they really wanted to sell and get some assets and just kind of like reset this yeah, year and then good. go for it again next year or something. There's a couple of players you could trade away for pretty penny. Like Klingberg, you could easily get a first round pick out of. Um, yep. Joe Pavelski, you could. So could Radula, maybe. A, it's a second. better doing that right now or in the next year or something like that, making moves like that, shedding yep. guys, than it will be the next year paying for somebody or the year after Absolutely. somebody to bring in to make your team better. I agree. Because you'll get better if you, you know, make If you make the right type, moves type at the move. right time, yep. And you bring up a defenseman to come back. That defenseman's probably Ethan Bear, hey? Or like, no doubt. Is, it's either Ethan Bear or probably Brady Shea for cap. Like, Shea's locked up for three years. I know he's got no move clause, like, uh, modified, so 10 teams. So, we'll have to see how. <laughs> well, when, when Dallas, Dallas shouldn't be on that list, but. <laughs> When's Jake Gardner coming off the old, uh, <laughs> coming off the old IR? Uh, yeah, not this year. I believe he's out for the whole year. They're pretty much. Yeah, I'm pretty sure his shoulder's like gone and he's done. I thought he was coming back late year or something. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think he's out the rest of the season, pretty much, or at least like till the end of the season. That they buried they're burying his contract this year. That's how they can afford everyone. Actually. I don't think he's on LTI. Yeah, yeah. So they can well that's what i mean that, like their money they must have known it was all year i thought yeah they yeah say it was an all-year thing no so it's it's just an all be. year it's an all-year thing based on because that's how they got cock and yummy i'm pretty sure it's because he was out because we made those we had remember we were doing those trades and you tried to trade gardner but they must have known but 
Yeah, uh, and then the next day, put on, put them on IR. Yeah, yeah okay. so oh, cool. Cool. Uh, let's move forward to the Minnesota Wild really quick. Um, first of all, they are killing it right now in the league. They are eighth in the NHL and just beat Tampa. They're fourteen and six. So you love to love to see that. They're super dope this year. Uh, but they're also set to retire Miko Koivu's number in March, which will be well super, which, which is well-deserved. This is the first wild player to be have their number retired, except for the number one because of their fans, which I think is the stupidest thing in the world. But They did number one? Yeah, they the they number can't. one retired for their fans. They did that when they first became a team. Really? Or like, yeah. Yeah, they're the only oh, team in, weird. in hockey that's – well, not the only team in hockey because the Seattle the did it too. Did, I, guess, it, I think there's another team that might have done it, but like they're the only team that's like the Kraken chose a weird number, right? Yeah, they chose number one. Like that was the most popular goalie yeah. number ten years ago. Not as much anymore, but no, it's just just weird. Um, I think that's dumb. Like if you're gonna get the fans, like give them number a hundred because it's not a hockey number like don't take away from a player that's gonna have that number i think that's just unless it's for a legit player that did something special for your franchise don't make sense really just trying to put your fans on a pedestal off the bat you're just trying to like kiss their ass frankly hey please don't leave us i know we're bad but you're number one fans for being here because we suck like like to me the kraken one makes way more sense because like i don't see us going past 32 yeah. oh really. i, I do. feel like this is like like maybe but not like soon in any way shape or form not soon um, but in the next so i feel would, like that was actually years. not a bad momento as in like because like i'm pretty sure they want the league to be at 32 because it's fully balanced and all that sort of stuff so like, far until batman's, NFL, d- batman's done though <laughs> yeah and the nfl's been 32 forever and it's not like they don't make enough money that they could have like Football, football is also like way bigger than hockey. So like more yeah, teams like means more, but that's why I mean like for <laughs> more teams for the NHL means more money for everyone involved. Each team gets money out of it. The league gets money out of it. Like there's not much downside for the NHL money standpoints, which is really what they care about. They really don't care about anything else except for the money. Um, it's a Honestly. business. Like it, it is a business. I get that you got to mend your business properly, but it's very corporate sometimes, which I hate. And no, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they go more. I've been, and with the whole Batman, I, I don't even think Batman's gonna be our commissioner soon. Hopefully, in the next like five years, should be out. Well, don't like. Well, yeah, obviously the guy's getting old in general. Yeah, but he's been here a long time. Like, if you were to oh, say yeah, ten but... years ago, oh, he'll be gone in five years, like. People have probably been like, ah, I don't think so. <laughs> so it just seems like more and more with all this bad stuff coming about the NHL, it seems like a good time for the NHL to rebrand its commissioner and kind of move forward. But plus, I just, yeah, <laughs> that's just not talking about Batman. You don't like the old Batman? Or like- <laughs> oh, I can't stand him. I don't like any of those type of people, though. Like, they're just, they're not great people. They think of business before they think yeah, of human emotion. The yeah, they're here for they're there for the money. They don't care about people. Like just listening to those that press conferences about the Cal Beach thing made me sick to my stomach. Listening to get Gary Bettman and um oh who's the assistant commissioner or whatever Bill Daly Bill, Bill Daly. Daly hate those two. They're just like 
I mean, as does most people. They're supposed. They're there to be hated. I don't no. know. I didn't. I did not expect them to be showing emotion. And no, you don't expect it. Distance. I don't you, know why. I don't expect. I don't want them to, to cry. On this like, I got, I just yeah, but it's compassion. It. They didn't even show like any compassion to it. Like yeah, it's, well, I understand you don't expect that stuff. Listening to these fucking people trying to make them sound bad because that's what they are bad. <laughs> they they probably knew the NHL knew is the issue, right? Like. They're definitely at fault. Yeah, the Blackhawks and the NHL for not dealing with Kyle Beach's situation. They the said NHL it. Knew. Yeah, the PA knew. That's what they're they're doing a whole bunch of investigations on. The NHL PA knew about it and then buried it as well. <laughs> so it's, it's just those type of people. Hmm. Like I don't know. Like how can you like someone who when I, someone I, goes through a traumatic thing they just go, oh well like, we're not no going to pay for it. That's the first thing they say. I thought they didn't know like any details. Like they knew there was something weird or something like that, but they I don't thought they didn't actually know. The yeah, and Kevin Chevaldeoff and Bergeron and then had no idea about the meeting too. Oh, until we found out they did. That's the issue, right? Like no, they they're lawyers. They know about the meeting. Like, they not at first that. though. Not until they got caught. Well, yeah, because you're not just gonna admit all this stuff. Why would the NHL admit it then? Done. Why would you they... just do the whole lawyer dodge around every question because that's what you do in these weird situations. Okay, but that's that's where NHL I jump back to the NHL. And then, they, and then they did all the talks afterwards. But you think the NHL is different than the other people working for the teams? I don't think I think they're probably worse. <laughs> I imagine they're definitely not better. They're equal. Well, yeah, as an organization, you have a responsibility. There's like yeah, like there, it's just there's people it's like. You just gotta have a human element. Yeah, you don't exactly. have to stand in front of the camera and be like crying your eyes out about like Kyle Beach's situation. But you can at least be not be like, oh well, it it this stuff like didn't happen and this and this, so we're not gonna deal with it because it's not our issue. Like just don't be a dick about it. It's that simple. Someone went through a traumatic event because of your league. Just own well, it. You're at- just own it. Well, you're at- I think they are, but being mm. there, I would say, would they not be? And, like, you know, going through, making the Chicago Blackhawks deal with all this, pay for all this stuff. Like, technically, to me, they don't really need to do anything. They need to make the, sure the Chicago Blackhawks clean up their mess. Or or is it the NHL's route? I, I get it, but This is what happened in there uh, in the in the Chicago organization. I just, that's what I feel like. They're all on the same team, though, is the issue. I don't know. How you know, right? Yeah, yeah. Hey. Like, that, that's where the issue comes. Like, how can one be innocent and one be guilty when they're on the same team? <laughs> like, as, like, an NHL team? Like, like your owners and the NHL? Yeah. Like, the Blackhawks and Gary Bettman are on the same team, is what you're saying? Yeah, they are. All of them are. Yeah. All owners and the commissioner are on this like same boat with it. They don't want yeah. bad press out. That's terrible for business. So they wipe, they cover it up, and they there's been multiple. That's why all this stuff is starting to come out because people are pushing back, like reporters are, and finding stuff out, and then they go, ah, caught me. I lied. <laughs> sorry. Don't even say sorry, actually. But like they just they're like, ah, damn. Yeah. I Couldn't hate. get away with this one, and. 
any commissioner in any league yeah, like that is a different goes. like it doesn't matter what you go into or what situation is like that's how everybody acts because you 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 do that until it's because that's the law that's what your well, lawyer tells you to do i understand that's <laughs> what you're supposed to do <laughs> but what your lawyer tells you to do the lo- what, you but know, does the lawyer good. sit there and say i want you to just show no compassion and give a crap about the situation no like it's just a human element to just show can you not show yeah, any? I just, I, yeah i just don't understand what, what, what you're looking for out of them. i'm not looking for anything i'm just other than sounds like it not really i just don't like them <laughs> i cannot like someone and <laughs> yeah, think they're no, bad definitely. people i'm saying they're bad people end of story that's it <laughs> I don't have any other like, wow, I want them to do this, but I think the commissioner is going to change soon based on bad press. And that's where I was leading with it. And that no matter who they bring in, they're going to be bad people as well, more than likely. Right? Like that's the job. I understand that you hope not, but that's the way the world works. You just said too with law and you're not wrong. You're absolutely not wrong. It's just, it's like, well, shit. Your yeah, place why? ass. That's how commissioners are. Your place asshole for the next asshole. Yeah, exactly. They're no yeah. different. No leagues any different. And I'm not trying to say, oh, the NHL is worse than the NFL for that. No, I'm definitely not saying that. But yeah, just like, saying. Bunch of stupidity is all that's going on here with this crap. I can't even believe this. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you What do you do? I guess, hey, like nothing you know, we can do did, because hopefully we're not the type of people just, that run the league. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just yeah, that I simple. Just, it's just crazy that like if the if they both swept it under the rug, that's definitely very bothersome, you know. Yeah. Well, as in like the NHL like knew like what was going on, and Chicago knew what was going on because definitely I, the Chicago people knew what was they going knew on. yeah okay i so, i'm willing to agree with you then, like, for sure nhl like i don't know about chicago being like this is exactly what all happened don't no they anybody. definitely they I definitely didn't what... go like tell them everything but they definitely the nhl knows a lot more and could have acted on something because beach went yeah. to the nhl pa sure, hey. and that's when they didn't help him that's exactly, where the issue hey. with the nhl lies yeah. It's yeah. not the if this had happened and then the NHL was instantly like, yes, we will help you with this and we deal with it and they dealt with it. I don't have anything bad to say about the NHL. Just do the right thing. Yeah, it's not that hard. Every I've heard this said exactly. If you have, it's not incline. that hard to be in a good guy. Yeah, if you have that incline, like why not poke it? You know. Yeah, exactly. So that's just where like my instant issues come where it's like neglectance but like it's not like no i could i understand how people force neglect you guys feel it's like it's just straight up like yeah it's not nobody looks good yeah at all and and i get that they're all lawyers and they're all like that but you can turn off your lawyer face for five minutes and just be like can like and i'm not saying like i said i don't want but him just going like i am sick to my stomach that i that I was in charge while this happened. Is that hard to say? Yeah, I was exactly. in, this happened under my watch and I feel absolutely terrible. I want to do everything and the NHL is full support and to help whatever you need, mm-hmm. right? Something simple as that. That's not going to get you into legal trouble. You say you're wrong yeah, a bit. Guess what? Everyone's wrong. Yeah. 
Like, it's just, it doesn't make sense to me how you can yeah, no just doubt. turn it off for five minutes. Five minutes and just be like a good yeah, person. Like, Think about the, the human element. Who was that one? Who's the one guy, uh, Aldred or not? Brad the other Aldred. Guy, McDonough? Oh, McDonough. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. The CEO of whatever, the president of Chicago. Yeah, McDonough. Like, like John, John McDonough. Yeah, like what he said and how that. Oh yeah, went. like you deserve to go to jail for an extra year or something mm-hmm. because of just just you, you saying, being said, who... no, no way. Yeah, and, like was a real weird guy about it. Like that, and the that's difference super bad. Exactly. Like, I'm fine with you being the lawyer and being like, oh, I just gonna dance around this because that's what I'm. But I don't think do. that's. Like, I can understand. Better. That. I don't. I don't like it. I don't. No, I right. agree. I yeah, agree. it's definitely like, not better. Be, be mm-hmm. a be a real human being. Yeah, that's that's all I want. There, I answered. I answered what you asked me. What do you want them to do? I want them to show they're actually people and not robots. Show yeah, a tiny bit of compassion, and yeah. that would make me happy. It would go a long way in my world if just people that were in higher if, companies like, came out and if, said, "I was in charge." Real. I this situation. Yeah, just be real. In a situation. Like, Stop pretending. Be real for like five minutes here. They put kid just, gloves just on and, with us and yeah, then, and then we'll move on or whatever and kind they of try. go from there. Like absolutely. Yeah. It's, robots, dog. Got to be a robot. Plus, exactly. just certain things like during the press conference too. I, I'm. We're gonna end on this now because we talked a long while. But no, they fine. they like with Rick Westhead who like was the reason why his Blackhawks things came out was one huge reporters that did a lot of the work. They wouldn't ask him a question until Pierre Lebrun was like, Hey, can my coworker Rick Westhead get a question after an out half hour, 45 minute po- or press conference? Yeah. that was Like they scary. were intentionally avoiding and like, it's just stuff like you don't need to do that. Yeah. You don't need but to do that. Had, yeah, exactly. And like, were they just scared of the fact that he was going to ask him about like, hey, are you going to do anything about this? Other, yeah. Cause oh, like, guaranteed. In it was a, yeah. The, are you going to do anything about that? And it's like, well, I'm going to make the Chicago Blackhawks. Like, this isn't technically like we didn't do like they're part of the NHL is what I'm assuming. Like, I we didn't do this. So like, I can't just be like, yes, we're going to help with that. Like, we're going to make sure the Chicago Blackhawks deal with this sort of stuff like my my thought is issue though the nhl could have bought a win literally bought a win with that though by saying sure here's a hundred thousand dollars which is nothing like gary bettman could have said i will pay you yeah yeah true (laughs) well we would have we would have found out yeah we'll do something we would have found out if they did but like all they had to do is say like here's these guys do that shit all the time politicians are a little (laughs) bit different because that's all they do is lie I would say it's a slightly different with political and and the league business owned, but um, because they need our fan base, the politics yeah. don't need other people's fan, right? Yeah, they can say and do whatever they, they want. Half of the people to vote. So no, it's just yeah. I I think it would have been such an easy win. Be like, here's a hundred grand. Here's a hundred and fifty grand. Look, I'm Batman. I'll pay it myself. That was my like. That was like 5% of my signing bonus this year. Here you go. Like, <laughs> like it's not that hard to just be like, yes, here, please get the medical attention. We're sorry we didn't deal with it as a league and as Chicago. This is paying back for letting this happen. Because if they dealt with it, never would happen to a kid. So based off that, it is not directly their fault, but it happened because of them not making action. So, but oh, let's... Like exactly, you, you are... Whether you like it or not, you are part of it. Like yep. as the NHL, exactly like you're saying, you're just, you're you're together with these organizations. You have to pretend sure. like you're you're in the you're in the goop with them. You know, 
For like, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. 100% agree with that. So hopefully one day, hopefully one day. Hopefully. Like, Hi. Like, do actually act like that and like stand there beside you with your workers and stuff. Yep. That would be nice. Yeah. That would be nice. Um, yeah. If we can, I guess we'll have to wait and see. We'll all fight and kill or, each other before that happens. No, no. Yeah, 100% <laughs> right. Let's wait and see which it's the same thing it's the same thing we do with like with people come in it's like well hopefully this guy's better well we were wrong <laughs> he's the same no changes they go to school to learn how to act like this like yeah uh, all right uh let's let's get back to some hockey news because i just got a few more things and then we'll talk about seattle uh let's kick it off with the devils and jack hughes is set to return after a 16 17 game absence so that's super big boost for the Devils. They've played really well without him. And I'm excited for him to come back because he was having a really good start to the season. And yeah, I got nothing but happy yeah. to say about that. I love Jack Hughes. I'm so excited Jack to Hughes. see what type of players he's going to be. Hope he's going to be like yeah. just the best, the best player. Super exciting. So that's how I got on the Devils. And let's get in some waiver talk quick. We got two big players put on waivers, which... Both ended up clearing. We got Matt Murray, who was put on waivers and cleared it today. Oh, oh boy. Um, let's talk like about this I'm situation. Sorry. I'm really sorry if anybody listened to me because I thought he would actually like have a somewhat decent I did bounce too. back season. Like I didn't look. Did I, wa- I to be watched him win in any way, shape, yeah, or form. No, like, I watched him win my team two Stanley Cups four years ago. Like not long ago. This isn't like a 36 year old goalie who's been around one but it's just past his time now and maybe he's getting pushed out of the nhl because he's just not good enough no this is like a 28 year old man not even i think he's younger than that i think he's like 26 um who has won two cups and is really struggling like really struggling um i look at this and i don't even know what you do with like what do you do do you just say okay we'll just wait until the contract's over i guess like but how can you burn six million i don't know like uh it's such a shit situation it it is a shit situation like i know it's like hard to just say like hey we'll burn six mil but like at least you're not in cap hell you're not in cap hell so you got time which is nice um now this offseason there's some players who are gonna get decent contracts for sure Alex Formanton will probably get one $2 million contract. Josh Norris, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets like an eight-year, $6 million just locked up. Um, there's a couple of guys who just eventually going to need some big contracts. The way Chris Paul's um, – or Nick Paul's playing, sorry, he's going to get paid. So, yeah, I don't know um, what they're going to do. I really don't know what this team's going to do right now. With Matt Murray, he's 27, making five, six mil. But no, I don't yeah, know. It's a bad so crazy. I guess you just got to hope he bounces back and next year and when your team plays what better. I've been hearing his attitude going down to the AHL has been okay, surprisingly. Yeah, he's I'm not surprised. He knows. Him, he definitely knows. He's a good guy. Like Matt Murray, I've never sat there and been like, he's never, com- I've never heard yeah, him complain. Definitely. I've never heard him say that I'm a better goalie and I deserve this. Like, never. He is such a nice guy, it seems. He seems like a great teammate. Like, everyone seems to like him. 
it's not the way he plays right now, clearly. So I don't know. And Ottawa's coach, DJ Smith, came out and said, we need a, def- a goalie to start winning us some games because we're playing decent, but our goalie isn't. Which it's kind of hard to disagree when their stats are what they are. Yeah, you simply just don't trust. And their goalie. nobody yeah, trusts their goalie. Their defense is not good enough either. Like, that's uh, a different that's story. Like, but like we'll mix a little Seattle in with this because like their goaltending hasn't been great, right. but it's been good at times. Like Grubauer's come up big at times and stuff like that. Like he, there's been flashes of the goodness there, yeah. so you can kind of hold on to it, not just give up. Yeah, absolutely. Situation, which now it's starting to turn around. Drieger's found his game a little bit. Hopefully that sort of stuff continues. Like, none of this happened in any way, shape, or form with Murray. Like, they could, no. they played him. He, he, he failed Never played time. good. And never played good, which just sucks. I hate to say that because I loved him. And I thought this guy was going to be top three goalies in the NHL when he was at Pittsburgh and when he won those two cups. Like, after that, I was like, I w- I was like he's going to be the best goalie in the NHL. One of I was very worried after the whole two years. After the two cups, I was very worried because it's really? like, man, you've only done this in the playoffs. You've only come up big when like it's like those you have to moments yeah, sort of fair. things. And that that worried me because well, let's be serious. Like his regular seasons were not good, even in those periods of time when he was winning not, cups. N- not um, not great. Well, his first year was he had uh in forty nine games up uh, goals yeah. goals against average at two point four and a save percentage at nine. Uh, 0.923 so that's pretty good like that's starting goalie numbers yeah. for sure yeah no doubt no doubt and the but year before like never consistent you know it wasn't like never well he was really so good we won the year cup in the first year he was incredible all year and then the next year he took a bit of a hit it wasn't terrible though and we're like okay whatever it was the years like coming after the cups where but like he had won two cups and he's 23 at the time like Goalies don't come into the league at a young age yeah, like, and dominate, so that's why everyone and me. Like I thought it was a good idea to move on from him because I was like, "Yeah, no, so did I." You're never gonna get anything better out of this guy. After and the way Jari you, played no too, way you get yeah. more out of him. So yeah. like you just move on because I agree. Just out of odds and like life in general, like what are the chances he's gonna bring you another cup after winning two? Yeah, like it just that trade we did with Ottawa like was awesome. I'm so happy we did that trade because. Well, we knew we weren't going to pay him. We're not paying him that much. If he was going to come back at $3 million, I bet Pittsburgh kept him. He's a, I bet he's a penguin right now. If he, if he said, I will sign a three-year, $3 million deal, I guarantee you uh, Rutherford signs that. Guarantee you. Yeah, he or says, even yep. four, I would think. Yeah. Five, you know. Yeah, well, uh, because Ajari just signed a deal, I think, at like three, it would have to be mm-hmm. equal to Jari's, so three and a half at most for him to sign, but definitely would have been open to keeping him, but glad we didn't <laughs> based on this. I feel bad. I hope he really turns his game around. Really hope that turns around. Um, yeah, me too. I'm a big good fan for of Philip it. Yeah, let's move on to a waiver clear that maybe we don't... <laughs> I don't want to say anything too negative, but he's definitely not the... We don't like him as much as Matt Murray. Evander Kane clears waivers, and the Sharks are... He's supposed to. He's eligible to play, I believe, next week. Actually, maybe now. He might. It might be right now. I can't remember. But it's really soon. His suspension's up, and the Sharks are not going to play him. They're looking to trade him. They said and are willing to uh, retain fifty percent of the salary just to get him out. Um, I have heard Vancouver was interest or is somewhat interested, which 
oh boy, that is the worst decision in the world if Vancouver does that because that's not the type of player you want in the dressing room or person you want in the dressing room, I guess. So It might make them think about only hockey, which might be a good thing. <laughs> true, true. But I think yeah, there's yeah. so much that's more. Scary. That's terrifying if you're a Canucks fan and that happens because that's two trades where your GM that should be fired at, or not re-signed at least this year made two trades that have changed your team for the next three five to five years if he does that. So I don't know. I really don't know what's going to go on with this Kane thing. I honestly wonder if the Sharks get to the point where they go, we're going to bury him and terminate his contract. Just take the hit or buy him out or don't care financially. They just need him gone. So I don't know. Or they'll do what the Rangers did with Tony D'Angelo. Just hold them in the minors. Don't even play them in the minors and just wait to buy them out until his contract's more favorable to buy out. So honestly, I, I don't know. Like, so let's just think you guys are GMs. What do you do with Vander Kane? Like, what's your first plan of action? And then if it doesn't work out, second and third, I'll start with uh, Jordan. What would you do? I mean, the first thing is I'm talking to him about how we can get this contract gone. Yeah. I mean, I'm um, sure I'm sure he just as much wants to be out of there now. Yeah. Well, I don't think he cares where he plays as long as he's getting his NHL money. Like, for, yeah, frankly, based on financially. Like, yeah, I just, oh, I don't know. Chase, like, this, um, these situations are the worst to deal with if you're a GM. The yeah, worst. Because hey, like, it's not even a player that, like, you're like, He's a bad contract, but the guys like him, and he does try. So you can still put him in the lineup, even though his contract sucks. Yeah, yeah or like a vet and, or something. Yeah, or a vet, or like like I would take Jeff Skinner's contract over Evander Kane's any day, any day. On it. Yeah, yeah. So, no, like I just hang out. That's all you do this year. Just bury him. Just, just hang out. Well, unless you can trade him, frankly, then you accept anything they offer you. Yep, yep. Because yep. the Sharks are not in a place to win. So as long and as it works number wise, you just get rid of him. Sorry, you were saying. And I don't. I don't. Th- I don't think anybody's gonna pay for him. No. So no, I think they're gonna to. be talking to uh, San Jose like, like did their GM leave? Go on a personal leave? Like yeah, he just did. He left on like, a medical leave or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, so. because he's like showing you like he's got <laughs> not doing this you know like there's yeah. nothing that's gonna happen i don't think there is no i don't do. either it's it's all up to vander kane right now like nobody really wants him he's gonna have to i don't show think something. he will never so put on a sharks wait. jersey again i don't think i genuinely don't think he'll ever put on a sharks jersey again for the team yeah i don't think i so. don't see maybe how you baby, can maybe a baby shark say that again I said I don't even know if he puts on an NHL jersey. That's that's honestly a very relevant. Did he? Yeah, root? yeah like it, it's the you know he's not gonna play for the Sharks again because everyone on that team wants him gone. They don't like him. He's apparently really difficult to deal with, as we're finding out based on the summer he's had and the big suspension for the uh, vaccine fake passport. Um, yeah, no, I yeah, just, that's unbelievable. Oh, I don't know. I just look at this guy and I'm like. Just, just get, just quit. Go to the KHL. If you need money, go to the KHL. Go to the KHL. Like the coaches will probably love you based the way you act, like in the K. So just go make some money, terminate your contract, mutually terminate, and go go overseas. 
if you want to keep playing and want to make good money. Because people, KHL team will pay him lots of money because he'll be the best player in the league. Probably up there at least. So Probably, yeah. At least top five, I imagine. He's a good NHL player. He's a good hockey player. Not a good enough person. Yeah. <laughs> frankly, and that's what we were it just talking about. Right? Yeah. It's a team game at the end of the day. Your individual ability only yep. gets you so far. This is the most team game, team oriented game sport probably out there. Well, yeah. Like, honestly, I feel like Vancouver would be the only team that would do this because who's desperate enough to just, I need to, we need to do something. Like, that's why point, I'm gonna, scared of Vancouver. You, any, anyways, but like, yeah. you'll just end oh. up getting yourself stuck with a contract and. Like, it's the only place that's even relevantly, like, could be possible because they're that desperate right now. Yeah, possibly. if they can make possibly. money, money-wise, if they can Vancouver make it work. Feels, you know? Oh, yeah, they look like, desperate. And... No, it's it's not going to happen. I don't think he gets traded. I don't think he gets moved anywhere this year. Like I said, I, I, I don't 100% either. this is weighted out this year for sure. So he's got eyes. four He's got four years left. Yeah, another three. What, do you, what do you – yeah, after this year, he's got another three. So what do you – do do you wait the three years do you buy him out after this year um, do you I would bury him for two more years and then buy him out do you terminate like i'd have to check how, how much his buyout is and take a look at how much that would be yeah um but yeah no like you gotta you wait I can actually find you that try out. and file some random crap or something to be able to terminate this guy's contract instead of just buying it out. Like, is there a buyout termination slash termination so, or something that you can pull off that here's... at least get a little bit less of your buyout going on because of all of this random stuff going on, you know? So, like, if there's any sort of option like that, like, I know it's unfair to all the other teams if, like, oh, well, we could just create a turmoil thing and whatever and right. act like we can have cheaper buyouts and stuff like that. So I don't know so, if that's too stingy or something. I have the numbers right in front of me, the buyout numbers. So um, how it would Next go year. if they did it today, if they bought him out today, well, you they can't would buy be him out right now. You'd have to buy him out at the start of next year. Okay, well, I just have it up today because I wasn't going to kerfuckle around with the dates. So, But How it would be 3.6. that legally? I don't know. I don't know when the buyout window is. Or no, okay, so it's in June. June 15th, 2022. This is when it is. So Yeah, yeah, like when you'd be able to buy him out. Yeah, yeah. And so the cap hit would be if at the end of summer they do this. Uh, next year, 3.6. The year after, 2.6 year after 4.6, and then it drops for the next three years to 1.6. So it's actually not that bad of a buyout. And I wonder if you, at the end of the year, just do it. Six years, three of those years is under $2 million. Um, At the end, you only have one year where it's like $5 million that hurts you, but you're probably in a rebuild at that moment in 2024, 2025. Yeah, you save $5 million, I guess. I, I don't think thing. it's the money issue that you're looking at, like... Oh, it's the, like, no, it's that sucks. Bonus. It's just like the, yeah, it's definitely a bonus. Like, just like, just get them officially out. Don't have them a part of the team. Not even have a contract. Deal yeah, with it, right? If you, buy them out, if you buy them out next year, the cap hit doesn't change or anything. Like, yeah, you wouldn't have that 3.6 next year. You'd have a yep. full contract, but the next year it would still be 2.6 and 4.6. And then the last three, or I guess there'd only be two years at 1.66. Yeah. So, so yeah, I don't know. I really I'd probably do it. Like I'd probably buy him out I'd do next it. year. I wouldn't be. Yeah, I wouldn't, wouldn't be too I, crazy. I'm I would buy him out. Ah. 
I don't know. I don't like buying out. I, I but yeah. there's exceptions. Like the, this is a player where you're like, like it moment, makes the most like, sense. Yeah, like where we're at in the moment and what's going on. Like the decision. If I had to make the decision right now for some reason, yeah, I'd buy him out next year. Yeah. Oh yeah, but, but like that's what I'm saying. Change, like you try you know? and trade him by then, by just, now to then. If you don't mm-hmm. do it, see if he's willing to terminate his contract with you, so you both don't take cap hit or whatever. Um, I don't know how yeah. that works. Terminating a contract the only, doesn't happen the only that often. Other, too bad the only other bad contracts that would be tradable with are on your own team. Yeah, true. Well, <laughs> pickles and like Jeff Skinner. You yeah, trade him no, for Jeff, Jeff Skinner. Skinner. Like playing there, so like good luck uh, with that. Yeah. Um, um, no, it's yay. yeah. No, it's it's looking like a probably a buyout. You see if you can trade or terminate, but if not, just do it. Bite the bullet, get him gone. Don't deal with that type of person on your team again. And I remember when he signed that deal because I was sitting in class and I texted my dad saying, "Oh boy, they're gonna they're gonna regret this contract." And he's like, oh, big time. I didn't think it would be for this reason, but I knew they'd fucking regret this like, contract for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. It was too much. Way too, too much money, way too long. It was gonna have, and it was after it was a year issues. that he had the best year of his career at like 31, 32 or something like that. Or sorry, yeah. 28-ish when he signed it. It was like 28. So he wasn't going to yeah, do much the only, better. The only destination he's got is the old Arizona Coyotes. And the only way you're getting him on that team is if you give the Arizona Coyotes something. So, Yep. And something yeah. pretty decent, too. So I wonder what's going to happen. I don't know. Um, I don't know why you'd trade for this player. He had issues in Winnipeg. So, he's had issues in San Jose now. Well, like, it's... All you had to do was not get Kane and you could have kept everybody else and then you would have just yep I feel like the random guys would have played better and stuff like that like your LeBanks and for sure I even so. like Myers or something you know like Meyer. even would have been even better uh, could have been just without a guy like that it was just that one year that Evander it. one or two years Evander Kane was like really solid like he's always been a good hockey player for them like I don't want to oh, say that like he's always been good super good player, 20 goal scorer net front presence guy but like when you make everyone else on your team hate going to the rink and hate being around, like they're not going to play as good. And we just mentioned it's a team-oriented sport. Very team-oriented. You can't win with one good player. So, no, it's yeah. – hopefully this just gets uh, – like we said. Yeah, like – This is I just news coming out. It's not like... going to be dealt with right away. We know that. We should all know that. But it's still news to kind of bring up and discuss. Uh, let's uh, – Finish never off needed them. You guys never needed them. Just no, like for sure. In this trap, man. You never needed to make these big moves that were. It's because I get it shattering. though. I get it though. Like you're right there. You sign like another next level guy. You think you can push Trying over? Trying to edge. win for Joe Thornton, you know. Yeah. Well, and they're a big market too, right? Like you got to think when they're winning. Yeah, it's got to be one of the nicest places to live. Yeah, for player wise, player wise, like those California teams are like the best teams to go to because exactly. nobody, right. nobody recognizes them out in public at all because of how many sports there's. Like in like for LA, for example, there's like six or seven massive sports franchises there, like massive. Um, well, yeah, that are bigger. Their soccer like, team is bigger. Soccer teams, yeah, like they're once at least one of their soccer teams is bigger than their NHL team. So it, it's just, yeah, it, it's a great place to live and all that for sure. And they were winning. Like San Jose was sick. 
They were so good. Like they were every year someone was, they were in top four pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Final yeah. four. They were like Vegas before Vegas is. <laughs> like or like as Vegas was becoming. So I don't know. I hopefully they can deal with it, but like I said, it won't be dealt with. So uh let's move into our final kind of segment of the podcast. We're gonna talk a lot about Seattle here. This is just gonna be a Seattle. Maybe talk about some expansion mistakes they made um, and just go from there. Chase, I'll let you kick it off because I know this is the topic you specifically wanted to talk about. So I'll let you start it up. Well, I'll start by just saying that old Nathan Bastion, let's start there, just got claimed back by his former team. Um, So clearly, I don't know, did they just not talk to him, not figure out if he actually wanted to play on the team or I thought that was half of what Seattle did and why they picked most of these guys was because those guys actually wanted to play in Seattle and they wanted that opportunity and all that sort of stuff. Yep. Um, so it's it's real rattling to me seeing somebody like that leaving because yeah, it really I guess there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of names that like yeah one that really confuses me is that Columbus with that Beirut I still don't understand that like i don't know i don't know what to say because i feel like they could have gotten so so much more out of this expansion draft like what i'm gonna say is like domi could have helped so much on the ice like i know it may not be something that's long term and like maybe he's not the best locker room guy to gel with the guys you i don't know like what what they were thinking but yeah like it helps on the ice and you need it yeah, you, you need that right now. You know, you might as well be good when you have more, more most likely sold out seats. You would assume all year. Like you gotta, you can't, you gotta put a team out there. Well, you know, and, like, Vegas did. and like I don't, the, you're your you're right on the nose with the with the Domi based on who they picked. They picked Gavin yeah. Bayreuther. Guess where exactly. he's playing? Columbus. 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 He went right back. Like Went right back. Didn't sign with them and signed back with Columbus. Like, didn't make sense. I don't know. I To me, like, Domi at, traded at the deadline at 50% retained is definitely worth a third-round pick, even if he's kind of struggling. To a team that's, like, <laughs> maybe has an off, a top-six guy injured who and needs some skill or just want to get some yeah. skill ball him in the lineup, like, like what happened with uh what happened with Colorado there? Like why why was it John Scoy over Comper? Was Comper one hundred percent saying I ain't going there and I ain't doing that? Is that what happened? Would he have been an RFA you know, like, though? That could have been could have been No, I don't think no, he still had his contract. I'm just oh, did he? like what was the actual decision there? Because well, I mean, can't as just a team, say no, but... future team trying to grow a team and make a team, you're taking a 29 year old over this 26 year old, and I did like that. And like we're talking Confer and Don Scoy, there is probably not much difference to these guys. Yeah, Confer didn't look like Don Scoy the last few years, yeah. but the guy was 25, 24, right. growing. He can look like Don Scoy in the next. You'll have them looking like like how Don Scoy was playing the last couple of years. That could have been Confer, like like that's what's happening right now. Like. A, a smart GM should have seen that and made that move. Um, I picked Donskoy myself. I think I, I, think yeah, I, I first took Gomper and then I went up back and I went with Donskoy just because of how he's been playing. Yeah, I, I picked like Donskoy because I just thought he's the but, perfect gel player on the top yeah. six. And I still think but that I way. Also, but I also only picked Donskoy. I picked Donskoy 
not picking Everly. Like I didn't have Everly yeah. on my team for like quite a while. I think I reluctantly took him at the end because it was like a guaranteed thing that he was going to get picked. So that wasn't even my, my pick was actually Kiefer Bellows off that team. So yeah, like, me too. I was taking Donskoy simply because he was a little bit more veteran esque or something like that. Right. But like, like I said, a smart GM should have seen that JT Comfer was definitely the pick. You know? Yeah. There's the definitely guys, a couple guys like where you're like, why? Like, just why did you make that pick? Um, doesn't really make sense. Right now, I am, like, yeah, with Torrance. Like, yeah. Like, any of those, Vorchek or somebody, like, you could have done something there. Like, why did you take Carson Tar- Tarwinski? Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't understand. Like, take somebody that has actual value. I've, I've said, said this about, like, Johansson and Duchesne. Like, I understand it's a big, uglier contract and stuff like that. But, you, like, you can take one of these big uglier contracts like at at least take a chance it seemed like they took the safest pick they could possibly take out of everybody yeah on every team like the safest i don't even know if it was the safest they didn't want to take domi because he might have uh stepped over a few guys that they wanted to do well or that they like like i don't exactly man like yeah, I don't know. You want internal competition, which doesn't make sense. Uh, the big one I'm looking at right now, Curtis McDermott. That one makes zero yeah, sense Clay to me. Kale Clegg sitting Kale right there. No, I'm not playing on your team. Like, this is what I really like, want to know. Like, okay, what's like, going on? You bringing that up, though, like, of saying, like, oh, I won't play for your team. What player in the NHL does that now when they're under contract and have, if they're not being protected, there's a fucking reason. No player yeah. has anything to stand on when they are available, unless it was, like, the couple that were, like, free agents that they signed. Like, that's completely... Yeah. But that's a completely different, like... And once Expansion again, type. didn't take advantage of that. Like, no. why didn't you take advantage of that? You take Clegg, take Grundstrom. Tyler Benson and got yep. Adam Larson. You, like... Yeah. I, exactly. I'm so rattled. I'm There's so a lot rattled. wrong. They didn't try to take any advantage over anybody at all. It's like... The fact that they didn't try to take advantage of anybody is going to pay off for them later. Yeah. Like the teams are going to make good moves with you later. Nobody's going to do that for Vegas. That's what the situation they put themselves in by doing all this. Yeah, they don't care. Their there's also than yours. You know. Like, yeah, there's also almost. a couple picks that were made that we definitely backed up and are regretting backing up right now. Um, Hayden Flurry is probably number one on that list. Where people are yeah, like, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. Because to me, I instantly thought that's perfect. That's a perfect player to get. Hey, you take Hayden Fleury. Like, who else really was there? There wasn't much. Henrik, man. Like, oh, Henrik, like, yes. But, like, that's – you also think think back to, like, what you just said. Oh, why take the 29-year-old? Why take the 31-year-old at a $6 million contract? So, like, I understand see, like, not taking the contract. Yeah, you would only take one of those two, two guys out of a Donskoy or a – and, like, if I go back in like, time, the only one I think, like, maybe go with, like, a Ghoulie or Mahara because they're younger than Flurry. But, like, I don't know. That yeah, one seemed yeah. like a slam dunk to me, Hayden Flurry. And, and in all reality, that was that was a pick that was a, more of a future pick. That wasn't, yep. like, this guy's going to be for sure awesome for you this year. And, no, but you know, he's disappointed hurdles, but, so bad that But it's... definitely, exactly, hey. Same with Vince Dunn. I look at Vince Dunn. I still don't, like, say that's a bad move but, but like Sanko yeah he's not are. not great defensively he's just not a top four guy like I guess that's why St. Louis wasn't putting him in the top four makes sense like yeah I was yeah, like I, they picked, I noticed they maybe they're right that, 
him and like flurry like those are definitely two uh bottom pairing defensemen yeah. in an offensive role and you yeah. pick two of them and you're trying to play yeah both you should take one you I take know. one and that's why like the tarasenko like and tarasenko made a lot of sense too in the sense of wait a year Goals. trade him next year at the deadline worst case for 50 percent retained or this year like i know st louis or the blues couldn't do it but he's gonna score better like i don't know there's a couple where you're like yeah probably should have made that move Oh boy, um, Jordan. Is there anyone that we haven't mentioned that you're looking at? Like, oh boy, why I mean, didn't you just that, somebody that I thought was a very smart pick was Cole Lind, but so far it hasn't seemed like that team has been that enthused with him. So I would have definitely yeah. thought that taking Holtby would have been the right choice after how he's yeah. So yeah, and then not taking Vanacek and just trading him anyways, exactly. and taking someone better at Washington, or not taking. Decord in Ottawa and taking someone better. And I know he's more of a future pick, but like still. There's so many yeah. options. Um, like you said with the Vancouver of it all, like instead of taking him, again, that one most of us probably defended better than anyone. There's a couple guys that you definitely could have taken a chance on and wouldn't have been that bad. Choice. I, I do yeah. like the Holtby. He's probably a better goalie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, like, exactly. Hey, I don't um, know. There's some bad ones. Yeah, like just really so so strange. Like I said, just not maximizing. No attempt to actually maximize the value out of anything. Whatsoever. Yeah, no, not like, at you. all. Like, there's uh there's just some guys that I just look at here. And I'm like, oh boy, why? Why? Yeah, Seattle? like the whole. I don't... I don't understand the you know, Johansson Duchesne thing. Like, how do you not just take a chance on a guy that at least has like a good track record of being a good player? Like, I, none of your players that you've picked have done as good as both of those players have done at points in their career. I know right. it doesn't look great, but right, like, I look at I, I look at Cal Yarncrook a little different in the sense of worse. He's not. His ceiling is just nowhere. Like that's what I don't understand. Is he took but he's got no a good seal. value. He's got good value yeah. to a playoff push team, so you can get something back for him. So that's why I don't want to like <laughs> shit on that deal. Yeah, like because you're not getting trade. a trade in Duchesne. What if they don't trade these guys though. Like they picked a lot of guys with yeah. decent contracts. No, nope, that's fair. Actually, don't trade some of these that's... guys and get like nothing for them, or just keep them. I agree for like a super long time or something. No, I that that's a very very like, valid point. That they might keep them and ruin it. But I'm not willing to say right now I would have taken Johansson or Duchesne over Yarncroc because of the value you can get out of a Yarncroc in a trade. That is it. Yeah. Now, talk, ask me ask me again, right like, not this coming offseason, but the next one maybe. He's still there and, like, is a free agent. It's a bad pick. If he hasn't scored, if he hasn't been, yeah, like, scoring in a pace. somewhere else next year, that would be yep. just... But if you can get something out of him, I'm not as upset about... It's the Domi thing. Like, why don't you trade for Domi and get something on him if you suck? Thrive thrive for the best, prepare for the worst. Like, it's the most obvious thing you can do as a person, not as a GM. Like, you give yourself the best opportunity that if it doesn't work out, you could fix it. And that was a nice thing they did about not taking certain cap. But then they ended up taking stupid players instead of a little bit of cap. Instead of taking like a $3 million contract, they're like, oh, I'm going to take Will Borden. 
okay. Yeah. Like, he's all right, young player, decent. Oh, I'm going to take John Quinville. It's like, okay, like, what? Why are these guys being picked in expansion draft? <laughs> yeah, if you're going exactly. to, if you like these mediocre players like that, have fun for the next eight years to 10 years being mediocre and not being able to get a superstar. They dug themselves a hole that can only be dealt if fixed, if Matthew Beniers is like the best player we've ever seen next year or something for this team and like McCann and people like that can step up and yeah. be a top yeah, six, like, a real top six contributor and play. Yeah, well. Like the, like it's going to take years to years. get like, like you have be... no foundation. Cause no. like, like I said, you just keep giving these guys away. You have like 30 contracts in total. Yeah. Like you're not even trying to get like an extra highly touted prospect here and there. Like your yeah. highly touted prospect is Cole Lynn. No one like the they're not worst, talking too high about him exactly. Yeah, so. like behind behind Baneers, like Colin's their best prospect, which is terrifying. <laughs> That's awful yeah. to say. No, it's just there's a lot of decisions they made didn't, where it's didn't get picks. Like now you don't have yeah. like that. Like how they did, relied how on that so bad, like, so bad they, on the picks. On getting yeah, picks. like they have to draft well. Like if, what if they don't draft good? Yeah, what if you guys miss on picks like most teams. Uh-huh. Like, there's teams that have good drafting and good people in those organizations. And, I don't know, they just have off years or they missed picks or something. Like, I don't know. It's, that's drafting. Yep. Like, you're, you only gave yourself seven chances. Like, I just don't understand. Like For sure. For, yeah, absolutely. And they, they should have been one of those teams that was saying, yeah, like, well, you want this pick? We'll trade down, like, all day. All day yeah. we'll trade down. They, they should have. Yeah, they, they should have went. They could. To a like Colorado and been like, oh, you want to keep Don Skoy? Okay, give us a second round pick and we won't pick him. And they'll be like, okay. But you're you're like, yeah. no, a like, first and a third, the... and we stick to that. Exactly. Like, what what what's the gotta have a little bit they of help? No one. Like they help nobody in the league, nope. and I don't understand that. You could you have a chance mm-hmm. to help people in the league. Arizona that took like, that. People could have confused, but Vegas did that for teams. They helped. They took bad contracts. They took like two or three exactly. bad contracts. Like that no, didn't even play. Yeah, like you could have taken Donskoy. Would you? What, what, is there? A why didn't you say you like trade him back? Yeah, why did, or something like that? Didn't Eric Johnson so wave his no move? Did Eric like, Johnson wave his no move? Um, I don't know if it mattered. I think like he all did. the guys weren't haven't even played, but he's but like, probably. I think he, he did because that's how they because they had to trade Graves and they protected Taves. McCarr and Gerard was the three defensemen. So yeah, Eric Johnson would have waived his no move. Why don't you call Colorado and say, "Hey, you got him to waive it. We'll pick him, but give us a first. And there's six million dollars yeah. to Colorado. And like, yeah, exactly. Hey, and, and it's just, I don't know. I don't know why you don't do stuff like that. Or like, there's a couple guys that waived it, like Lucic like, did. Yeah. And I know Lucic is playing well right now, but like. At the time, if you call Calgary and be like, yo, if you give me a first, I'll take Lucic. Give me a first and a third, and I will take him all day. Like, give me picks. Give me picks. And just do that. It's There's bad enough contracts around the league and dumb enough GMs that you can fleece people with taking contracts. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, I wouldn't have went too deep on, like, the worst, worst contracts. But, like, I would have definitely worked on ways where I'm taking an extra few forwards 
and I'm moving him around the league to help this team and whatnot. Like, if I can't pick Donskoy, retain him, and trade him back to him, then I'm figuring out, like, how can I move that guy to somewhere else or, you know, yeah. pick another guy and, you know, make a move so then you're getting, like, some second-round pick, some third-round pick. You keep, third round you keep like, 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 three of those guys. Pick. You don't need to get a first-round pick like Vegas, but you need no, to you pretend that, like you're trying to maximize this expansion draft. Yeah, you got you, you got to take advantage of what you have in front of you, yeah. and just because like you so say you don't want to be like Vegas and like give two expectations, like it doesn't matter. Like they did stuff; they were good on top of doing the right things. Yeah, like they skipped yeah. the doing the right things and said, "Nope, we're not going to be like Vegas. Don't have expectations for us," which they were right to say, and they want so. cap space, which sure they got. But they dug themselves a year long, uh, multiple year long hole that is only fixed if they make deals that they can, if they win a lot of trades, which is very hard to do. Yeah, especially in hockey, exactly. especially it, in the NHL. To, exactly. They have to do that, or all these players have to get so much better. And I don't see anyone um, on this team being a superstar. Their young guys have to be so much better. Or come in and make an impact in the Baneers and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, like, but, like, take out, take out like, Baneers. Like, young guys. They have Jared McCann. They have Mason Appleton. Not a superstar. Donato, not a superstar. Morgan Geek. Not a, nope. Those guys are all 25 and under. Those all are their forwards. Yeah. Other than that, everybody's 29, man. Yeah, that's and not Wenberg's 27. That's your... Yeah, like, he's, there's a he's couple your other of... guy that's a possibility to do much better because he he's not be at that better, 28 but... 29 30 like he might right. do great but like we just saw don squad probably play his best hockey the last two years like yeah, in florida yeah mm, there's a buddy. couple there's a couple picks i looked at and i'm like okay that makes sense it's not necessarily worked out but you really had no other option like i look at blackwell and i'm like okay who else would they have picked out of the rangers there's like no <laughs> one no, and like no, that's no, fine like, you're gonna miss okay. yeah you're gonna miss on yeah that's true could have taken that gochier but like, I don't think that's at least got more upside. Like, there's a couple of picks. A, you didn't need to take Colin Blackwell because you could call Kelly Yarncroke. That's yeah. how I feel. Yeah. Like, fair you know, enough. I, I fair know. enough. But, I, there's a couple of guys where it just didn't make sense, and the but what I think what screwed them honestly is Grubauer, and 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 like I love Grubauer. I think he's awesome. But like he screwed their goalie situation. They had to take Vanacek, Decord, and uh, Drager. Well, you have to take three goalies out of the expansion draft. And then you sign one who's your starting goalie. If you're going to do that, why didn't you sign? Why didn't you just pick up a young goalie? Wasn't wasn't Philip Gustafson? Or no, they protected Gustafson over Ottawa and they picked a court anyway, so it wouldn't have mattered. But like, there's definitely, I bet if I went through, I'd have to like sift through all the teams and look at the goaltending quick. Bet there was another young goalie you could have taken that was like, all right. Yeah, like Minnesota's cock. Yep. That's one. Um, I'm thinking even maybe younger that like isn't NHL ready. If you are going to oh, yeah. sign yeah, someone, no, no. Tyler Parsons from Calgary, he's 23. I mean, no, he's probably mm-hmm. not got like the best upside. But they only took who did they take out of Calgary? Again? Oh, Giordano. So like, but there's options out there. There's a lot of young goalies. I'm sure you could have taken a chance on. That would have been better if you. Yeah, and it's like, just the Grubauer thing. Like, oh, and then they trade a second for Vanacek. Like, maybe uh, Vegas went in being smart about the whole UFA thing. Maybe McPhee was like, I can't trust the UFA market. 
Because, like, yeah. one, you can't. And, no. one, you don't know what's going to happen. You're, like, picking your team or something like that. And then you're just hoping these guys will sign or something like that. Like, yep. it just seems so far-fetched. And I understand why Seattle picked those guys and signed them to make sure that that middle period didn't happen and they lost guys. But, yeah, yeah. No, did, they just know? did they know that was probably not a good idea? Because if you do do that, all of a sudden things change. And this whole thing you've been thinking about for the last two years, trying to plan this out, this, it all fell apart because this, this all of a sudden this guy can come on your team and that changed absolutely everything out of your picks. Yep. And all of a sudden, what would you have done differently now if you knew that Grubauer was coming or something like that? Yeah, like, that's true. It's you know? But like, why, what, my what, bigger what question would, is why did they trade Banachek right away? Never, yeah. Why didn't you wait? Why don't you let some... Edmonton was so close to getting exactly. Kemper. Why didn't you exactly. sell him to Edmonton for a first? Yeah, like I, second and third. I would have, at least, I would have done what Dallas did and have three or four goalies. Yeah. Been like, you guys want to not play for a goalie? Like, yeah. I don't care. Like, like I know this sucks for those guys, but yeah, they're not going to get the best out you. of them. But I like, know you'll pay for a goalie. Like, you know, there's like, teams, I know somebody will there, pay for yep, a goalie. Yeah, there's definitely a couple teams out there that will pay for a goalie. And like I said, it's like he's trying to make good relationships, but yet did absolutely nothing for these teams. Yeah. So, like, you made no good relationship. You might as well have done what Vegas did and pissed everybody off in the end because. But like, I don't see why. Good why they ended up doing good? Can we? Can we like <laughs> taking advantage of the expansion and making them feel dumb? Like, it's not taking advantage; it's actually using the expansion draft. Like, well, that's can, that's can what we it was like? For, was it not? That's my was, my you, thought you with could it make more. trades in it. That's that was the point, you know. Like, yeah. Um, my issue with it more is why are you worried about being buddy buddy with everyone when you're different teams isn't the whole point of the of hockey and sports to play against someone why are you trying to be buddy buddy i'm not saying like be an asshole and be like be like if someone's like wife gets sick or something be like haha your wife's sick like that's an awful thing to do don't do that be nice (laughs) i'm sorry to hear this but like you don't just be like hey uh do you want me to help you out with this trade here it's like i i he's like i can steal this guy but like, I want you to get a little piece of it too to help. No, you're just gonna go yoink. Thanks, thanks for the yeah. terrible trade. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to rip off other GMs. That's what makes a good GM. That's how you survive. That's how you survive. That's how, that's how you, your team wins. I'm great. That's how your PT come? Yeah, like I don't understand the whole. Was Steve Eiserman ever a nice GM with Tampa? No. Oh, I'm sure he's he did. a prick, man. He did what he needed to do to get the players he wanted. Heard, he's very stern. Like very, he's very stern. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with doing your job right and better, <laughs> and using it to your advantage? It's mm-hmm. I, I don't know. You're not hurting anyone's feelings by stealing away a player from them yeah. that they want Had to take- when they couldn't get it done themselves. Yeah. Yeah, there was at least one or two moves you could have made to take advantage of somebody here. Absolutely. But you just you just didn't, and guess what? Arizona took advantage of it. Oh yeah, Arizona had the best. Mm. I think Arizona we glorify their off season more because of how poor Seattle's was. Yeah, in hindsight, yeah. like they did exactly what Arizona Seattle, jumped the like, gun before. Yeah, Arizona decided go we're gonna do what Seattle's not gonna do before Seattle even thought about it. Mm-hmm. Like that's mm-hmm. the issue. So no, I don't know. Um, it's just a couple of moves I didn't like. Jordan, like it's yeah. Jordan, do you have anything you want to add to this? 
No, I just I think overall it was just really poor. I think a Very lot more mismanaged. planning has gone into a lot of these lot of these picks. I I know what I also wonder. I wonder if they overplanned at times. That too. Yeah. I I wonder be. if they overthought like too meticulously, where it's like just pick young guys who have good upside. They're gonna they're if they have good upside, they're probably they're gonna get better than what they currently are. So why, like what Chase was saying, why take someone who's twenty eight is what he is instead of a younger guy who's probably worse, like Comfer and Don Square yep, maybe. Yep. But he's got that upside, so he could be equal or even better. And if he's not, yep. you took the gamble. Guess what? Another team is probably willing to try and take the gamble on a young player like that one more time well, again for well, a pick. You can get something out of uh, hypothetically uh, they take Comfer and he sucks. Let's say like Don Square yep. has. You still probably trade him for what a third and a fourth, yeah, uh, yeah. Pro- and low end prospect, and he's, and he's twenty six, and he's like 26. you have another couple of years. Like, yeah. like I'll put it simply like Probably this: like, years. the years that you are comfortable, the years you saw that made you comfortable with picking and taking these Eberly, Schwartz, Gord, Donskoy, and Tanov. All those 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 years are the years you could have got from Copper. You know? Yep. Like that's sure. that's what I'm trying to get at is that like you, you watch these guys you trusted them out of these three middle 27 to 20 or 30 years old those years those you know like yep. those are those are your good years man absolutely like, no, and you for... took them based off of how they played those years not like I'll take a guy who's going into those years like a Jared McCann that was the one Mason Appleton that was the one Donato yep. that was your one Morgan mm-hmm. Geeky that was your no those aren't. That's one. You picked one guy for this. Two guys. Gotta Not have people McCann. fighting each other for the top line center role. That's what Vegas did. Yeah. Vegas Healthy fought each other. Yeah, it's good. so good for teams. You need competition in the lineup to show so people can't get complacent and think, oh, my spot's safe. Mm-hmm. Which athletes have all the time. Tons of different yeah. athletes have had that. Yeah, you just, you, they pick too many guys that you know who they are. Yep, you you pick sure. way too many guys. You and know it's okay who they to take a couple of them. It's yeah. okay to take like three 100%. or four, like maybe two, three forwards, and like two defensemen or three defensemen, yeah. maybe. Like you if want, if you want, want a trade. couple too far for sure. Is for what sure, I think. Yeah. I think half of your draft should be young guys, either whether they're NHL players or not. Quite half of your draft at minimum should be guys who are under the age of twenty-five and you think can. Yeah, in that in that middle twenty four to twenty six yep. range exactly twenty seven even or whatever. But yeah, no. I, I yeah I say under twenty. It's weird how young their but... defense is like geo thirty eight and all, but like everybody. Yeah, I that, don't know, that, I guess that adds the average <laughs> twenty eight twenty nine and Alexiak and Larson like decent. I, I like where they how they pick their defense. I guess like for age it's all right and like future wise, but there's just some in there that you're like, why did you like? Bayreuther, why? McDermott, why? Like, yeah, those like, are some defense that you're looking at. Like, I, Liaison, I like Liaison, but it's also like a kind of a why. Um, he's kind of like exactly like your flurry and you're yeah, done. Yeah, he is. And he's, like, but he's already Will, that. He's kind of already yeah. that. Yeah, and you picked Will Borgen, you know, yeah. like how many, how many, how many of the same types of left handed defense do you need? You know, you got four yeah. of them now. Like, like I'm, there's a couple guys that like like Vince Dunn. They did what we are asking them to do. They're like we went younger, and the guy who had promised made sense. He just hasn't worked out, which is unfortunate. Same with like 
a McCann. Like that he's, one was a slam yeah. dunk. I don't think yeah. McCann's not been bad, but well, he definitely he's been, hasn't. He's been awesome. He's been real he's been good, awesome but he team. he's they wanted a little more out of him probably than what they're getting. Um, but I'm sure they could ask that about every player. A uh, Dennis Chalowski, another guy, same guy. Yeah, that was the other guy that I was thinking yeah. about. Yeah, Chalowski's exact same. And then you go out what and get Alexiak. Yeah, he's on. Is he even on them? His contract's not even on this. I think on he's on Washington, right actually. Oh, yeah, I think right. I read somewhere he... Yeah, we like, right. yeah. yeah. about that. Yeah, like, we claim yeah. labor. Yeah, exactly. Like, that. Like how do you lose that? Why did you... Like, exactly. Like, why did you do this stuff? Like, I don't understand. Like, oh, yeah. Literally, you gave him up for nothing. You like, gotta take... Yeah, you gotta take guys that aren't waiver eligible as much, too, with the young. That's another point with it i don't think you have a choice because all these guys are like 24 true, or something. All true. The guys that are eligible in certain cases you don't have a choice for sure but, but like how the f- yeah you don't want to put yourself uh, in a situation like this like how it's a lot of issues. how did you get how did this happen where you claim bear bearable and he ended up going back like how does that happen like i don't figure yeah. something out to keep him or I, I don't i guess that was all covid stuff and there was no way that was like the weirdest trade i'm pretty yeah, sure Tampa bear, just traded him to him for like yeah, it's probably days, to like games. help so them well, play play a full team, and so that maybe he could get a chance at like a top line, like Barbule, like Hair yeah. play some top six. They need guys desperately. Maybe you'll get a chance and show me. Here's yeah. like your chance to show me. Yeah, because at the time they didn't have much room for him. They had yeah, to, everybody was still healthy. I think so. Yeah, point was coach. Everybody was there. actually yeah. healthy. That was the start of the year. But yeah, yeah. no, I. Like, I don't hate this team. Like, I've been pumping their tires decently. I haven't given up on them. I still believe they can get that last uh, playoff spot. But, like, Jesus, man. Like, I feel like you can really do a lot more. Like, I'm just disappointed. Just so disappointed with this expansion draft. Yeah, I'm honestly, like, I won't be surprised if they somehow squeeze in the last spot. But I'm done with this team being a playoff team. And I'm not saying that they're not going to be, like, one point out in a all that like they definitely could be um yeah yeah i think, they, I, I think they'll saying, be somewhat in the hunt yet, i think they'll be boys. somewhat in the hunt but i think they've dug themselves a hole that's impossible to get out same with teams like vancouver and montreal yeah so, I, I have given up on vancouver like that's bad what the yeah. hell man Holy I, oh God. yeah it's they barely beat the habs they barely beat the habs yesterday well they won yesterday so they're not quite, but oh, oh wow, good job. Man. So one, yeah, they got one win in that basically. You guys here, I'll find out their the last ten in the league that's just falling apart too. Like in their last ten, Vancouver is two and eight. Two and eight. Ooh. Minus twenty one oh. in goal difference. And should Demko be has about, been great. Should we be talking about the old burger van? Oh, that's the guy I missed. Okay, yeah. So let's close out the podcast with Burger Van. Um it's at the very top the of the list, so man. I missed a couple of stuff that we'll have to talk about next week as well, um, like the Panarin and some New York stuff. But yeah, let's let's talk about the Habs quick and close off with that. Totally forgot about them. Yeah, so the old Burger Man fired. Yeah, hey, what happened started? It started with like Melonby walking. Melonby resigned. Like yep, uh, assistant um, GM Scott Melonby resigns, and then they hired Jeff Gordon as executive VP yeah. of Hockey Ops. And then they fired Bergeron and are looking for a GM. Yeah. Okay, so I'll I'll kick it with what I feel about the old Burger Van, honestly, because I don't know. In all reality, I I don't hate him. Burger Van for 
like like he traded and made moves toward a direction that I believed could work. And let's be serious, it did in a sense. Like they did get to the Stanley Cup final. They like this team wasn't built like garbage, you know, they could compete. No, he made like that Suzuki trade. Like I know Patch Reddy's the trade, but like yeah, some of the trades he made are awesome. Yeah, he's, like, he's had some duds like with Sergachev and German. That was like the only trade that was that was bad, which is that was quite, really like bad. I said, I commend Bergeron for what he's done because I feel like he did absolutely everything he kind of could. Yeah, I'm sure there's always things that we could do better and stuff like that. But you also don't win all your trades, but you also usually don't win 75 percent of your trades. Two, true, true. <laughs> which he true. he did he did find a way to do that. But once again, like most GMs. Tend to be let go of just how it, it was the off season. It was this off season. Yep. You got fired yeah. for this off season. Yeah, because you constructed mm-hmm. mismanagement um, with that. Um, not giving Suzuki any help. Um, leaving losing Cole Dano. Caulfield out to dry. Losing Dano. Signing players like Hoffman, which made a little bit of no sense. Yeah, like, the old band aid. Yeah. There's a couple old of guys old, that were definitely old, like, oh. Something. Here's something to fill a hole. Like, it's like when you put duct tape on like a crack. Like, Like if you have a pool and you put duct tape on a crack of a hole, it's like, this will hold, but it's not going to forever. Yeah, he should have not signed him and that Hoffman and just hung out and waited for exactly what's happening right now. Like, you know, I know they probably wouldn't take Max Domi back, but like, Don Strom's out there. Mm -hmm. You know, there's names that start popping up left and right. So, I don't look at Hoffman though. And say that's gonna save my team. I look at Hoffman as a good. If you're exactly. a good team and sign Hoffman, I'm like, that's gonna help our power play substantially. Exactly. Like what happened with Saint and Lewis? our five on five scoring a bit. A, yeah, we need somebody to score. Like we're just kind of missing that guy. Yeah, they, Hoffman or whatever. San, Sanko was out for most of the year, a little bit. I'm pretty sure he was last year, right? He yeah, that was huge. Yeah, yeah. So having so Hoffman, Hoffman filled in a role. Like it's okay to do a one year deal of that. But where did he sign? But when, Three years? But when you have but when you have 11, 12 other wingers already and you have to like scratch a winger, you probably yeah. shouldn't scratch just to just to play him. Like yeah, I'd rather Matthew Perot be playing at nine hundred and fifty yeah, like, no than Mike Hoffman. Like yeah, come just on. forcing uh Lekkonen and uh Armia on the fourth line. Like yeah. that's gonna maximize that sucks. them. Like, not like, maximizing your I love them. those guys are so good. Like Armia and Lekkonen are so good defensively. Like there's you yeah, had guys, you had Josh Anderson, line. you have Brendan Gallagher, Tafoli can score. Like Caulfield can score. Like you have two elite scorers right there. Okay, maybe not like elite, but they needed to trade for another centerman, man. That is yes, what they needed yes. to do. Or sign. They needed to trade for a centerman or a center. Or sign a centerman, centerman for sure. There's issues. Um But yeah, it was just this offseason. Like, soft like, season like you did bad. nothing wrong, Bergeron. I think you did as much as you could with what you had going on. You're in the situation where you're forced to win all because you're getting close to that carry price, getting older and stuff. Well, like and that. keep in mind that, too, that is probably general, the second worst market in the NHL to be a GM of. Is yeah, the Habs. Yeah. Behind the Leafs. One hundred percent. It's either them or the Rangers, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, definitely at two. And the next one's at three. So like it's awful being GM and owners and like just high brass of teams like this because you're always wrong with him. Like, like Chase said, he's had some great trades, great moves, great decisions. It's going to be overshadowed because of Habs fans. One off season. Because of one off because of one off season and, and Habs fans being who they are. They're crazy. 
Quebec people, by the way. Which, yeah. Like, I, yeah it would have uh, pulled a string to me if they let go of Dano. Like, if I was a Montreal fan and absolutely. Montreal, losing Dano would have been very that sucked. odd for me. I would have been very, like, why would we ever, why would we do that? I Especially would be, for yeah. the fact that we were, that we were in that Cockney Emmy sort of, uh, crap but once again he yeah. put himself in that this is where he failed he failed this offseason he mismanaged a little bit before with talking Emmy, and then he got to this offseason and he played a hard ball with them and he failed there's a couple drafts got... too i want to point out too there's a couple drafts where it's like come on well the like, old logan may pick yeah there's a couple picks where it's like come on thing, don't but... be don't be stupid and then there's just other picks where it's like okay like you took a yeah, jump on a guy right. when you didn't need to like Kakanyemi, like I like Kakanyemi. I think he's an all right player. He's picked third overall. I get he's a center. You don't. That's why you don't pick positional need in drafts unless it's at the very top, tooth exactly. and nail. At the very like top, it, yeah, it, the highest rated guys in the first three or four picks because that's that's just how it is, man. You, but Kakanyemi was a twelfth, like twelve, ten to twenty pick, not a three. That's like a big a, drop off. Yeah, like I swear, that's what uh, Jim Gordon said was something about like, yeah, it's Jeff Gordon. Like, we you didn't mean? Get a, we, we didn't, yeah, like we didn't get a uh, a centerman like over yeah. that whole rebuild. Like, yeah, that sucks, but like, I don't know. You have to like, you take what you take. The ball you take the best, passes, and, and like, you're, if they're good enough, you're taking, you, you, know? you trade a winger for a center, like a young guy who's really talented. Yeah, exactly. Maybe you have to add a little bit, but like, it's just there's a couple of times where it's like. A, a couple duds that really hurt this Habs team over the years. And it's, uh, I mean, it also doesn't help that they didn't get a chance to really rebuild properly with Price. They got Price and he was just a star. And then, oh, we're too good to be bad and get good players. Yeah, But we're, oh, not, yeah, no. we're not good enough to win a cup. Always stuck doing two different things. Like it's it's what these owners don't realize that they're doing to these you, GMs. Yeah. You're just forcing them to do two things and build and be the best. Like you can't. It's so it, hard it to develop and you, be good. You can make competitive. Trades, you can make trades that look like you're growing and look like you're doing it or going for it. Like you can do that all you want, yeah. but like pick one and I bet things will go a lot better. better. And, yeah. Either you know, go all in or fucking hold your cards close to you. Yeah, like look at what Columbus did. Like that yeah. is, is like this team's still good all the time. We don't know why they're kind of turning into like the Minnesota Wild, where they're just always a good team, low but, market like, team on event. It's also, but they but, also like, don't have the press on school. them that pressures yeah. them into making these bad decisions. Yeah, and Montreal, and he did it anyways, hey, like because the one time he had the pressure from his fan base, he went there and he got a he got your Duchesne. He went all out. Hey, I one, yeah, oh year. yeah. And, like, yeah, it was kind of dumb. I didn't really like that you just go all out for it. But, like, he's, it, no what, though, he's they, in a position where he got, a, he got a pick. He just traded Seth Jones, got that first-round pick. Who cares about those picks you guys just yep. threw away now? Like, oh, these are the that, types of moves that I That decision they made to get Duchesne. all out. And then in a year or two, you have to make a move to get a top pick or something like that or get a first-round pick to garner back what you what you lost and went out for. And yeah. look at them. I don't disagree with that as playing. much. It's instantly yeah. working. Like, yeah, you know, it's like, instantly. That's why you go all out and then take a different move, you know? You oh, yeah. Like, I love that they went all out because they want around. The fans will appreciate that for 10 more years now. It's also no. different markets, too. Like, yeah, it's so sure. e- so much easier being a GM in Columbus yeah. than it is in Montreal. I yeah, If I had to listen... I'm going to put a gun to your face because you said I'm going to... 
take the year off in a sense here. If I had to listen to people (laughs) yelling at me at French all the time, I would make stupid moves all the time too because I'd bash my head against the wall. Like, oh, it's just – no, I understand it. I like him as a GM. I don't want to say anything else because I know he was involved in the Chicago stuff. So I don't want to necessarily say he's a great person if he knew a lot, but won't get into that. It's just I I like some of the moves he's made. Made a couple bad decisions, and he – this team limbo's too much, too much, and they have for 15 years, 20 years. Yeah. Like, they've been yeah. – since they were competitive in, like, what is the early 90s or late – they won 93. They're, they're, right? they're, like, the last team stuck in the whole Canada yep. uh, thing of the last 20 years. Like, they Absolutely. still have Price, you know? Like, Ottawa's so doesn't have offense anymore. Yeah. Um, Same guys. Know, like you, Calgary doesn't have a Ginla. Yeah. Exactly. They Flint, don't have Leafs don't have Sundin. They don't. Ryan yeah. Smith, I guess, was your best player on Edmonton, or what? probably. Whatever. Well, maybe that, you could throw in like an Eberle. Yeah, Hallish, but they were out early. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, that was just a first round picks era, I think. Like for <laughs> yeah, a while, exactly. and before that was out of Vancouver. Like, yep, Sedin. So everybody's everybody's moved on. I feel like you guys are kind of still stuck in that. Sadly, yeah, you got rid of, of you got rid of the patch ready and stuff, but that's it. Still uh, got the price. I just really hope these Canadian teams actually can do, do this, man. Like we have actual players finally. Well, like, they're looking. Yeah. There's some looking extremely good right now. Like the Leafs oh. are extremely good right now. Uh, Edmonton Flames. Flames. I've talked in length oh. about how good they no were. Doubt, man. So, but no. no do you guys have any final notes on Montreal before I close the podcast? Because this podcast got really nah, long, really quick. Word. <laughs> All right, let's close out the podcast then. Go follow us on our social medias at the Couch on Ice. Uh, thanks for watching. We will catch you guys next episode. And yeah, uh, check out our YouTube channel as well. Um, it'd be great if you can like and subscribe and all that stuff and watch some of those videos. But I got nothing else to say, but we'll see you next week. Have a good week, guys. See ya.